All right, what's up, everybody? Ostin here. So, I'm not sure if you guys follow my social media, mainly my Instagram, but if you do, you might have seen some recent posts with me doing some climbing. Turns out, there's an indoor rock climbing place near where I live, and me and the lady Kristen have started going every week, uh, mainly on Wednesdays. So, we've just been doing it for fun, but it's also, it's pretty challenging, and you get, like, the aesthetics of exercising these muscle groups that you just don't usually hit in the gym. Plus, you meet some really cool people who climb in the process. So, through climbing, I came across this awesome company called Dino. Dude, they have this one product, Beta, and I love the idea. It contains a 2-in-1 thermogenic nootropic with a boost of clean energy using 10 simple all-natural ingredients. Now, if you're not familiar, nootropics are supplements that boost your creativity, promote mental clarity, and give you intense focus. So I'll tell you right now, it takes a lot of energy and creativity to reach the top of those climbs, man. So one thing I like about this concept is it's not just for climbers. I honestly can't see why Dino's Beta wouldn't be perfect for any activity or adventure. Another thing that's cool is they're going to ship straight from their door to yours, meaning no annoying retail shop markup. And if you use the code OSTEN, that's O-S-T-E-N, at checkout, you can take another 15% off. So go check these guys out. They're the Dino Climbing Company on Instagram or thedinocompany.com. Now back to the pod. What's up, everybody? We're back with the Book of Oats and Life of Detours podcast. We're sitting over here with my good, very good buddy, the rave grandpa, the Don himself, Mr. Zach Sandoval. That's the boy right here. Oh, yeah. That's a hell of an intro. Yeah, say what's That's, up to the no. people, bro. What is up, everybody? It's been a long time coming. That's for damn sure. Definitely has been. We've been talking about this pod for a hot-ass minute, bro. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think all the way back to, probably fl- fl- not flabbergasted, spring base, I think. Yeah, so definitely since then. Well, that was... That was before you started doing the podcast, and that was when you started kind of thinking about it. Kind of thinking about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've always talked about it. You've always been on the forefront of everything that is because <laughs> and shit, bro. That's the best part, dude. And, like, the thing about today that's going to be really fun is I've actually done the interview for the book with you. Yes. So I know all the stuff, and... We're going to do this one different. We're already doing everything so much different. Right. But this episode is going to be a little bit different for you guys. I have a little bit of a plan. We've kind of talked about it a little bit. We'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's going to be fun, man. Yeah, no, I've been looking forward to it. Like, as, I, as I've kind of alluded to, like, this is something that I wanted to kind of do different, differently for you because I think, the, was it, creatively? Yeah. As a cre- creative person, you uh, you showing the interest in what I've I've brought into your life. Mm-hmm. I was really kind of, I was like, I wanted to kind of pay, pay that back. That's awesome, dude. So, so I was like trying to think, I was like, how could I, how could I do something a little bit different for him? And then like, it kind of just all fell, fell into it. Yeah. <laughs> came across the hotel, then the, they kind of just fell, fell right into it. Dude, right. Yeah, it is the 13th right now of October, which is fucking nice. I wish it was Friday the 13th like we were talking about earlier, but, yeah. you know, we'll take what we can get. It's right. the 13th. Well, yeah, it's, it's the 13th book of Ocean uh, Life Detours. And yeah. then also, like, the, uh, what was it? The thir- like, it's a, 
number 13 is my lucky number as well. Yeah, that's wild, dude. Yeah. So yeah, because we've talked about it, like, the 13th, like, the Friday the 13th is, like, your lucky day, too. And oh, yeah, it's been, like, that's the luckiest day that I've, that, uh, uh, every year for me. Like, since I've, the first time I ever wore the number 13. Oh, uh, right. When yeah. I was, uh, I was, like, 12 years old or something like that, it was my very first time ever making the all-star team of a baseball league. Yeah. And my very first at-bat wearing the number 13 uh, was my very first time ever hitting a home run. Nice. So it was like from that point forward, like Looking number dumb, thirteen. Dude. Number thirteen was my my, my jam. So oh, like, for life, bro. Yeah, right? it's over. Like I was like, okay, so that it's clearly I, I was supposed to be wearing the, wearing this number. Yeah, I love it, dude. Yeah. Hold on, I did notice the fucking music stuff. I'm gonna just throw something up there real quick. It, you guys can't hear it, but it's just for us. There's some visuals in the background because you know. Because I like visuals. We like visuals, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we got to have something to catch our eye and fucking keep us entertained, you know. But uh, we did this off the off the pod, but uh, cheers oh, yeah. to fucking Sober October right yes, now. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Clean, yeah. clean the water. Fuck it, fucked it up last week, but we're, we're on the train again. Yep. This is actually water this time, guys. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah. I made sure of it. And these fucking trippy Lorenzo glasses, bro. Dude, like every aspect of this damn hotel is... Trippy as fuck. Down to the fucking tea, bro. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, like, except for the roof. The roof is really kind of that. Dirty. Really kind of fucking yeah. That upset me. But a part lot. of me thinks that they're lying. I still think they're lying. I think they're keeping it part of us. Just like she said about the thirteenth floor too, bro. Yeah, I think there's some aspect of it they're keeping a secret for special guests. Hmm, I could see that. Yeah, because she. I mean, honestly, she was sweet, but I don't know if she even knew. I mean, because just thinking of a, from an artistic perspective, it's like you create something that you put out for some people, but oftentimes the artists will keep something a little extra mm-hmm. for those kind of keen-eyed uh, spectators, yeah. such as East, Easter eggs that you see like in the Marvel, Marvel <laughs> Yeah, movies, definitely, yeah. yeah. Gain additional information, so it's like, there, to me there has to be something. Yeah, for sure. And like if you look at the top of the building, like we saw like there's, there's little clues that there's something else right there's that eye up there in the corner yes. on the 12th floor or well, that would be the 13th that would be the 13th floor, floor. floor yeah there's no windows These motherfuckers there. okay yeah. okay yeah there's something going on around here bro but that's what so like was it my buddy garrett he he always he points out he's like dude you notice the most random shit just little shit especially you definitely when, do especially when you're tripping like dude you just you, you your eyes go to the things <laughs> that no one else is looking at yeah <laughs> but yeah so but that's what we've been doing this entire time is you've just been yeah you've no, been noticing all kinds. Of, but this place is like literally like little hidden gems. Like I walked in, I didn't even notice there's a fucking there's a painting of a paint or it's not even a painting. There's a paintbrush in a frame on the ceiling above yeah. the bed right now. Like right, and like this is like just like uh, this whole place is just begging for someone like me who yes, just, I like I want to explore every little nook and cranny. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's so one of my favorite things. Uh, one of my favorite songs. Oh, sorry. One of my favorite places to go is Meow Wolf, which I recently took. Bryce, uh, I've taken Bryce to now two, two of them. Bryce being my son. What's Meow Wolf? Meow Wolf is a, a fully immersive art exhibit. Right on. Uh, that um, started off in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a second one called Omega Mart. The third one, which opened up in Denver, is the Convergence, and then the fourth one is opening up here in Grapevine. This, uh, Nick, this coming year, right on. So the first one, without going into too much, spending too much time on that, but first, <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like I could talk about that one for right. Of course, yeah. So the first one is literally it's a called the House of Eternal. When you uh, the House of Eternal Return, 
And when you walk in there, it's literally, it's a house. It's like an old Victorian house, and you're supposed to figure out what happened to the family that lives there. Nice. And so as you start exploring things, and I took Bryce this this when he was like eight years old. I think you might have sent me some stuff. Yeah. And then when we're like trying to explore it, I'm trying to figure out the story, then all of a sudden Bryce disappeared. I'm like, where the hell did he go? And like I turn, and he like disappeared into the fireplace. He's like, Dad. So I like chase after him, like crawl into the fireplace. Uh-huh. Because yeah, like I'm like, yeah, I'm going to follow his son. Definitely going to do that, yeah. And so we went through that, and uh, it takes you into all these different portals. It opens up the different portals that into the other realms nice. is how it's designed. And so it's all done by like a hundred different uh, local artists in Santa Fe mm-hmm. that created it. And it was very low budget was the original one. But since then, it's like expanded into this huge thing. And so Omega Mart is the second one. Omega Mart is like, looks uh, like a grocery store, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a trippy grocery store. And it's about 8,000 square feet. And then as you explore that one, you have, find another portals and there's about 50,000 square feet of additional space that you find once you discover the portals. What? Yeah. And that one gets really kind of crazy. And then the one that I took Bryce to. Like all those numbers just like blew my mind all, all over the walls. I was like, right, it goes 8, I was 000. following with you for a second. And then so I think of it about an 8,000 square foot like grocery store. Right. And then, so when you first explore it, like most people, that, that, like, I've, I've known people that have only gone into that mm-hmm. and like distracting you. No, well, yeah, the fucking, I feel like the noise is getting me a little bit. Hold on. <laughs> I noticed those like your eyes. It's kept... the fucking dragon hawks, bro. They're getting Dwagon. me, dude. Dragon hawks. Release the dragon. And it's on fucking seven, bro. Like, it shouldn't be getting me like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can hear it because we're very acute right now. But also, that's, that's like the, the liquid strain. That's what he does, bro. Yeah. yeah that's, that's fucking catchy, bro. That's what that song does. But, yeah. anyways. Um, so. Uh, where was that? Oh, so so think about uh, about an eight thousand square foot uh, grocery, store. grocery store, right? And most people, there's you can actually go into the grocery store without even paying for the exhibit, and so you can just explore it because it's a real functioning grocery store with a bunch of really trippy stuff like tattooed chickens. Oh, cool! Yeah, a bunch of random. Shit. I was going to ask, is this like a whole complex of deal? Like it's or? part it's part of Area Fifteen in Vegas. Oh, okay. And so Area Fifteen is their new art their art district, which has a whole bunch of different art different art galleries. But Meow Wolf is it's the the center centerpiece cool yeah nice. omega mart is and so but as you start to explore it you'll find portals yeah so you like open the refrigerator the like the refrigerator like you get the soda and it takes you to a whole another realm and what? then that's when it opens up to the to the rest of the, the area that's up to like fifty thousand square feet mm-hmm. uh, place so it goes from an eight thousand square foot grocery store to fifty thousand well, so if you pay the extra money and you actually get to go see it then if you're boring and you just want to see just the basic shit, then yeah, you could you could just go in do that. that. Like yeah. I, I've had friends that, that that went to it. And like, oh, see, the, see the thing. I was like, you didn't explore. It. You didn't check the portals, bro. I, I guarantee you didn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, trust me. But well, that's dope, dude. So fucking uh, Bryce was just noticing all this like little stuff. Like, oh yeah. Throughout. Yeah. Dude, and like when we took him to the second one in Denver, or the third one in Denver called the Convergence, which is where all their all their different realms are supposed to converge. converge. Mm-hmm. So this was just recently, so he's 14 now. And so it's really cool kind of getting to see his perspective grow. Uh-huh. And so that's one of the, one of the really neat things with, with my son is, uh, is is really seeing how's, how his perspective throughout his entire life has, has shifted, but also kind of help guiding it. Yeah. Instead of just giving him the answers, like what I've always loved to do is kind of just give you the 
the basic foundation or the seeds mm-hmm. and let your own curiosity and your own uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, your own curiosity and your your own drive kind of dictate where it goes. That's that, was some, that was something I picked up from my mom. Like my mom essentially used to do that. Yeah. And I didn't realize she did that to me. Mm-hmm. With She would do that through all the things that she would uh, uh, gift me. Yeah. And so, like, I never really, it was like, I was always, I was, she always gave me a lot of really cool gifts. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until, like, I started exploring my like, more. What in particular? My artistic, uh, psychedelic kind of. I know she gave you that, uh, that notebook, right? Yeah. Here like recently. The, yeah, things, things to do while you're, or the journal, the yeah. jur- journal, uh, things to do while you're high. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so yeah. I got that one. And, but yeah, so, like, when I started, uh, actually, like, exploring psychedelics is when I started noticing all the random stuff that my mom gave me and I'm like that's what like okay mom's is about it bro you've been you've been planting these seeds for so long in my mind and so it's like and it finally all came together it took you what 35 years to unlock it or something like that yeah but I mean that's part of the the journey of life is like you have to explore you have to do it at your own pace and Mm -hmm. figure things out on your own but that's where your parents kind of help guide but in my opinion a good parent is one that guides from from afar, from, a, from afar, yeah. allows you to make your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Allows you to, to kind of explore your your own journey, but no, but allows uh, you, you still know that they're there when you need them. Yeah, you keep them safe, but yeah. you make sure that they're experiencing everything like without that like full overbearing safety net. Kind exactly. Of deal. And so when me and Bryce when we went to uh, uh, this last Meow Wolf, which once again not to get into too much, but that that road trip was. Unreal, because we went and surprised my dad on his birthday. Yeah, and on and we just like, hey, dad, we're just and we surprised him, and he's like, oh, we, we thought it was just there for the birthday, but we ended up taking him for the whole road trip all the way up to, to nice for an entire weekend, like a three generation road trip. Hey, that's dope, dude. And that was amazing, like getting to see my son and my mm-hmm. dad kind of connect in a way that they wouldn't have ever gotten to because they're so far apart. Yeah, because he's still in New Mexico, you say? Yeah, yeah, and, like, him and my son, you would have thought that they were, like, long-lost, like, best friends, like, from yeah. a different, uh, from, like, completely different realities. Uh-huh. Like, they were roasting the hell out of me the whole, whole trip. Oh, I don't doubt it at all, Oh, and dude. it was amazing. Like, yeah. I, was, I was, but I was giving it right back to him. Oh, like, of course, dude, and yeah. But just go, taking that road trip, and we took the scenic route and got to see, experience, like, just... Everything with my get to see my dad, the way that I've always seen him, but also get my son. Uh, it's like there was a moment when we were at Meow Wolf where my dad was just dancing. Oh, what? He was, just, he was just in there. He was just dancing because it was at the. We were in this the last part. It's like where they hold their raves. Uh huh. And they have all these. Um, just to top everything off. Yeah. You know? So I'm gonna get emotional here, but it's sorry. It's um, they have all these projections so, or projectors. Mm-hmm. So, like, the walls, when you touch them, they actually react to you. Nice. So, it has these really cool visuals and stuff. And so, I was engaging in that. I was like, I was like, this is really cool. But that's when I noticed when you step on the floor, it also reacts to you as well. I noticed at the exact same time, my dad noticed it and my son noticed it. Nice. And so, I looked up and I was recording. And I was like, in, a, in that moment, I got to see this the song um, from Willy Wonka. Uh, You'll be in a world of imagination. Imagination, yeah. Yes. So that song was playing, and at that moment when I realized that I'm seeing my son being just a kid, which yeah. has been hard for him. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's a teenager. It's like the 
God, trying to be a, the idea of being a kid in the, the world, the reality in the world today. Yeah, bro. Like, like they they have to deal with so 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 much. Yeah, and, bro. but getting to see him like disconnect and actually be a kid for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then watching my dad just being the big kid that he always. I is. swear, right? Yeah. And then me, like, especially being older, like being able to like fully let loose. You yeah, know? I'll have to show you the video. It's the most I've been meaning to post it, but it's like it's one of the coolest videos. Because yeah. you just see my dad just having a good time with my son sitting there dancing. Does he dance like you? Your dad? My dad, he's he has a whole different vibe, but my dad can dance. Yeah. Like, he, he has a rhythm to him. Like, okay. yeah, he, he's very smooth. Then he gets down. But, like, yeah. as he's, like, doing this, like, like dance, he actually starts doing, uh, like, his Tai Chi into it. And of course. Yeah, you have yeah. to see the video. It's hilarious. But it's like, <laughs> like I literally started, cry, started crying and just uh. went up and, like, hugged my dad and told him I loved him and everything. And he was like, what's going on? Did I really what's going on? It's like, in the... I explained to him later. Later afterwards, like what the moment was to me. It's like it was just kind of. That's cool. beautiful, bro. It was the whole purpose of that that entire road trip was yeah. to 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 expand that. And so, this was recent, right? Yeah, it was August fifth was his birthday, so that weekend was August fifth. Oh shit! So super recent. Yeah, because we were supposed to go see him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We we were going to go to uh, before after that car accident. I was supposed. We right. were supposed to go to Denver. Me and my son were to go see Seven Lions at Red Rocks. Go to Meow Wolf. Had a whole big thing, and then we were going to. At the end of the trip, we were going to go down and surprise my dad, uh-huh. and then fly back. But then the car wreck happened, and um, so I was like, I was trying to make it up because my son was like devastated. He was like, Man, I was really looking forward to it. Yeah, and so I mean, but, out of your control, of yeah. course, you know. But once I was feeling better, I told him I was like, Hey, what if we? I, I have a weekend that we, we're going to do the trip. But what if? Because I didn't tell him we were going to go down and surprise my dad because I wanted because he loves my dad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "But what if we start our trip in Santa Fe on Grandpa Denny's uh, uh, birthday? We surprise him and we take him with us." Nice. And he's like, "Like," and he goes, "Like a three three generation road trip." He said that. Yeah. Fucking yes, dude. I was like, yeah, that's 100%. Bryce is so bad at bro. Right? Bryce is dope. Well, to get back to that same thing, when we were at, at Meow Wolf, he, uh, uh, when we took, I took the, uh, the picture with him within the, the three, the, the Council of Bryce's, the all six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Council of Bryce's. Is yeah. what I called it. And yeah. so uh, when we were at Meow Wolf, he made a quote. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that quote goes perfect with that, with his picture. And he posted on his Instagram. <laughs> But his quote was literally like, it's like, you sleep through your dreams, I walk through mine. He said that? Yeah. And I was like. That's your kid, bro. Whoa. Yeah. Does he do? Does he actually lucid dream, you think? I, I, would, I would assume so. I would imagine. If, so. if you make a quote like that, you kind of have to. Yeah, he probably doesn't even know. Yeah, and, he like, probably. he's just been doing it. Dude, like, some of the things that he's he said, like, really kind of, like, blow my mind. Like when uh, when he first told me that. Were you doing me. acid when he was in the womb? No, I'm just <laughs> right? No, actually not. I, that was prior to me even touching this. Yeah, but like I remember the, the the like the quote when he first told me that he smoked weed. Oh right. When I asked him, I was like, uh, uh, "So, to any parent, if if your kid is comfortable enough to come and talk to you, it's like don't overreact." Yeah, because like, he's 14. Be happy that, that that they're comfortable and coming and talk to you. This is just advice in general, but especially to like to use once you have a kid. Yeah. But like, take a moment to actually ask them why. Yeah. Which is, that was my first thing. It's like, why? Why do you like? I understand the reason, but I want to know why you made the decision to, to smoke that first time. Yeah. Why? His words to me were, 
I just wanted to slow the world down for a minute. Aw, bro, yeah. And I'm just like, all right, yeah, light it up. Like, go. Damn, at 14, bro, poor guy. That's insane. Yeah. Right. But, but it's like, okay, so like, I understand that. The world's like, crazy out here, dude. Right. And so, like, I remember, like, there was a whole, whole other uh, uh, thing that goes along with that. But, but yeah, it's like my son, he, the way his mind works, it's it's great. It's amazing to see. And I'm sort of, like, cultivating that because I want it to continue to grow. But yeah. I, I don't want to see the world. Uh, I don't want to see it, uh, him allow the world to, like, distinguish. The so I do want to ask, do you think, I think, so I know what your answer is going to be, but I think, you think he's better off with you and his mom having divorced and everything, you know, oh, and like considering the circumstances, of course, you know, and yeah. all that. But so one hundred percent, my and I actually said this to uh, to one of my closest friends, uh, which I have many, but but one of my closest uh, friends who have parent who's a parent now, uh-huh. um, uh, uh, Crystal. She, I, I was, we were talking about Bryce, and she was asking about kind of my decision to leave. Uh-huh. And I told her, I was like, it, that was a risk. For sure. Like, yeah. But I, I had to follow the... I, I, I believed that I could not be the best parent to my son if I wasn't happy. Yeah. If I'm not happy, then there's no, no way that I'm going to be able to make my son happy. Mm-hmm. And I had... But I also knew that when... When taking a step back and actually, like, removing myself for a period of time from from my son's life, Mm -hmm. going from him seeing me every single day to every other week, or on the weekends in some cases, um, I knew that there was going to be, one, his own perception of, like, why did my dad do this? Mm -hmm. Um, He's also going to, is like, inevitably, I can't control what, the people who are around him on a regular basis are right. saying are saying about about me mm-hmm. around him. Yeah, and but at the same time, it's like I have to trust the fact that he knows that me. my son eventually will understand that my 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 decision mm-hmm. uh, uh, was for for his for his better betterment. Like that, it allowed me to to spend more quality time with him than quantity. Yeah. And help him grow from from in, in a much different way than I would have been able to. Yeah, because you're a great dad, bro. I don't know if I've told you that, but you're a fucking great dad, bro. Oh, yeah, you. no, you fucking you kill it, bro. Like you, your interactions with him and like just the way that you've nurtured his mind, it's just it's beautiful, bro. Yeah, I I, I definitely uh, it's, it's not been been, been been it's not been easy been easy, but yeah. like one of the things that with him and I mean, we went on a whole ass of different journey with him. I know, right? Yeah, but, I was about to say. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, that's good stuff, that's, though, bro. That's what's fresh on your mind. Talking about your boy, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, what was it? There was something that came came across not too long ago, where, um, of course, now I can't. Now it was like right there on my on my tip of my tongue. It's the pod, bro. Right, it gets you, dude. I swear. Once you're on the spot. <laughs> yeah, like there was something about him that that we were that I was talking. Oh. Him just being, uh, just being honest and like, like, honest and open with him about my life. Like, yeah. So during COVID, um, it there was an opportunity for me to um, kind of have conversations with him that that most parents might not not have, mm-hmm. because I mean, his as a child during COVID, 
at a stagnant age. It was, it was video games, and that was it. Yeah, video games and your cell phone with your friends. If, if you were fortunate enough as a as a teenager to have have, have a lot of a lot of friends. Yeah, but even that run, kind of runs dry after a year and a half of doing that. Jesus, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I started trying to have different conversations with him. Mm-hmm. So I got really real with him about some of the different thing, different topics. Uh-huh. So drugs being, being 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 one of them, right? Um, uh, along with several several other topics, we talked about religion. We talked about mm-hmm. uh, uh, God, in, anything. Yeah. Any any topic that can't that, that was kind of. You just got to sit down and talk to him, bro. And we would just talk about it and like, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this? What do we do? So, okay, there's, you're both stuck in the house. Yeah, and so because of those conversations, my son felt comp- when those op- when when he smoked weed for the first weed, time, and he came, yeah. came to me and talked to me mm-hmm. when he came when he had his first time, his first first time. Really? Yeah, because he was like, he's like, he's like, Dad, I had my first time. I was like, What do you mean first time? He's like, My my first time. What? I was like, Alrighty. I was like, so part of me, like, I guess high five. Bro, yeah, bro, right, is, but you but have so many time, questions at the same time, that you also like, don't want to ask, kind of. I'm know? like, you know what? Uh, were you safe? Mm-hmm. Were you safe? Did you did you, did you you enjoy yourself? Right on. And he was like, yes and yes. I was like, all right, cool. All right, cool. No further explanation yeah. needed, bro. We went straight to the, straight to the grocery store, bought, bought him a 12-pack or 20-pack. Uh, I was yeah. like, you ever need more of those? Can I need more take, of those? Takes me pineapple, and I'm on my way to to bring more. Because I do not want grandkids or 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 taking you to a doctor. doctor yes, dude. Oh God. Yeah. Yep. So, but he, see, you're having these conversations with him, you know, so he, he knows what to do, what to ask, and he's com- he's comfortable with me. He'll, mm-hmm. man, he's, sometimes it's a little too much com- to it, so I have to like when he yeah. comes to me, I was like, oh. But I really imagine like that puts him like whenever he goes out into the world, he can kind of carry that energy as well. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like no, no. It's like I, the type of person I've always been is like I seek out uncomfortable conversations. You definitely do that. Yeah. Like <laughs> the I, because in order for me to grow my knowledge or for me to understand, I I have to I have to be a little willing to put myself in a position to to hear other people's opinions that are different than mine. Yeah. And that 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 started with the way I approached religion, mm-hmm. uh, then the way I approached politics, the mm-hmm. way I proposed just when I got really into philosophy for the long for for the longest time, it's like yeah. when I did that as a minor in college, yeah. Um, and that really kind of just ex- kind of set the foundation with the way I, way I think. Mm-hmm. And I did all that before I was before I even started going into like psychedelics and stuff. Yeah, before you even started doing drugs, bro. Like yeah. literally, like I had <laughs> I had this foundation that was just about. You're the this, epitome of detours, bro. Right, it's like literally, just like I had this foundation uh, that that belief breads it or lends itself perfectly to to the to, psychedelic experience. But yeah. like I never know that I didn't even know that I was even going that that route, and then I did it, and I was like, oh my god, like all these yeah. things they, they they made so. Much it literally sense. was just that extra little little explosion in my that he mind. Needed, yeah. yeah it's like, and then that's where the whole all thing. those links that were trying to all those little connections that were trying to be made, and they yeah. just weren't quite there. You know, right? It's like all the, what we were talking about earlier—the perspective shifting moments. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, and that's the thing that I crave, that I that I love the most, are perspective shifting moments. Yeah. And there was a couple that I actually specifically didn't tell you about leading up to this one because I wanted because as you have you know, 
we've had those moments in our various different trips. Definitely, yeah. So, like, I mean, just to kind of give, I guess, people listening in, uh-huh. what we talk about, like, so connected to you is the white knuckling in the sand. Definitely. Is, is the one that's most, most poignant with me and you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may hear uh, uh, Austin or even myself say, don't white knuckle the sand when shit's getting a little crazy. Yeah. Um, and the, the idea behind it is me and him, we were playing while we were tripping, we were sitting there playing with kinetic sand. Yeah. And if you've never played with kinetic sand, what's one of my favorite things to do, Dude, even yeah. when I'm not tripping, yeah. it's fun. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, just play with it. It's like, and the thing we learned about kinetic sand, where while we're sitting there playing with it, like no matter how hard you shaped it, as soon as you let go, it's going to, it kind of just does, it goes into it does the whatever fl- it's going to do into the fluid way. state. Yeah. And so when we were thinking about it, it's like, so no matter how hard you try to shape things, very much like you shape your life, mm-hmm. it's like at the at the end of the, at the end of the day, you're going to have to let go, yeah. and let it just be what it be, but be what it is. Yeah. And it's like, so why did you spend all that time white knuckling the sand mm-hmm. when you could have just let it be beautiful in the state that it was? Yeah, you can lightly shape it and play with it, you yes. know, and just don't white knuckle it. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy it, like just that. so aggressive. And I think was it me that was holding it, yes. or was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we were kind of looking at it, and it was like I think it was like seeping out. And everything. Yeah, because you were like, trying you were trying to build all these structures and everything, and I'm over here just like letting it flow through through my hands, and I was like, it was like, and so we connected that that idea. Yeah, and so that was the, the white knuckle the sand moment um, at Wakan. We had two. There were two moments. Well, not at Wakan. I didn't go to Wakan. No, but I had two. I had two moments. Oh, I right on. To okay, yeah, yeah. On the podcast. Nice. I'm definitely done with this. Yes. Okay. So the first one, which was it had to do with bees. Bees, like bees. So my buddy Mitch is the one that kind of brought, kind of shaped shit. So at Wakan, we were uh, almost daily. You saw people like like there were during the day. There were bees everywhere. <laughs> so I, you, I was really hoping you were talking about yes, just regular ass bees. bees. You're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what did you think I was talking about? Like, I, like, I assumed it was bees, bumblebees. Not you know? like the letter B? or like <laughs> I don't know. It could be fucking anything with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, could be so, an allusion to all so, kinds of different yes, shit. Bum, yes, bumblebees. So yes. at Wakan, like during the day, there, you'd constantly see like the, the little bees everywhere. And you see people freaking out, like like as most people do. Like no one, like no one there wanted to kill the bees, but they're saying they're like like get away from me. Yes. But that's when my buddy Mitch goes and says, "Did you know that bees don't see the way you you and I see?" Mm-hmm. And it, I was like, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "They see in sound waves and in color." Yeah. And in fact, they see a hundred and I think it's a hundred. Sorry, any sign, anyone wants to correct me, but it's like it's like one hundred sixty-two thousand more colors than what we see. Oh, it's their uh, eyes. Yeah, yeah, something something along that lo- that number round. But because their eyes are like honeycombs, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. Their their yeah. their color wheel is mm-hmm. much more uh, in, in heightened, yeah. and so that made me realize. I was like, okay, so the reason why they see that way is so they they could find flowers easier, right? Well. So why is the why is the bee so attracted to you? Why is it the bee circling around you? What does it think you are? Oh, you're a flower, bro. Your yeah. flower is trying to is trying to land on you so it can rest. Yeah, and you're on you're at Wakan and you're fucking wearing bright, all, bright, this all this crazy bright colors, shit. all these bright colors and everything. It's like so. Relaxed. They're like, dude, we just rolled up on like the coolest little meadow over here. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, uh, so I started telling people, we were like, it's like you're a flower. 
Nice. Like, relax. It's just think the bee thinks you're a flower, which you are. Mm-hmm. Let it just sit on you for a minute to rest, because that's all the bees do. They go land, land on the flower. Well, that's how they pollinate stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's where they rest on the flower, and then they move on to the next one. And they brush off the pollen off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, so let them just rest for a minute. Mm-hmm. And so, like, literally, like, like on day three, like, I'm walking around, I had, like, a little bee, like, like on my shoulder, and, like, people were like, you got a bee on you. I was like, yeah, no, it's just, yeah. It's, yeah, I'm a flower. That's one thing, whenever I was really little, dude, I was so scared of bees and wasps and everything, dude, and, like, they would always tell me, like, just, like, just don't fuck with it, like, it won't, like, yeah. it, it's, it wasn't like a, they're more scared of you kind of deal, but if yeah. you don't make a big deal out of it, yeah. well, then you wasps, won't even notice that they're there. fuck themselves, like, royally. Definitely, Because they actually will try. They're to actually mean, dude. Yeah. yeah, they can be but, mean. But bees are literally just trying to, like, mm-hmm. if they're circling around you, it's because they think you're a Yeah, they're not trying to sting you, bro. They think you're a flower trying to rest. That, uh, actually, oddly enough, I learned part of that from Jackass, whenever they <laughs> did the, uh, I don't remember what what Which stunt one? they were doing. They'd, they've done a lot of shit with bees. But uh, right? <laughs> it was one where, uh, I think it was, like, Steve-O, and he's, like, just kind of chilling. I think it's one where they covered somebody's nuts in the bees. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, dude, if you just chill out, like, because I think another thing that they notice is heat. So whenever you're running around, you're getting all excited and, like, you're freaking out, you put off a lot of heat, so they're attracted to you. And so he's just, like, chilling there, and he's like, dude, there's, like, no bees on me. And then what's his name? Uh, The guy that always freaks out. Oh, the, uh, is that Dave? Dave, yeah, Dave Dave. England. Yes. is always, he's the worst, bro. And he's just freaking out, and, like, the bees are just getting down on him. He's like, dude, that's why, like... Like, chill. You're making a huge spectacle of yourself, bro. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to go see what's up. <laughs> so there was that one, and then the other one was uh, uh, Pinocchio. Okay. okay. And so when I when I get into this, I understand there are some people out there that, that are very adamant that this theory or this interpretation is vastly wrong. Okay. But I challenge anyone to it that is that... Any piece of literature is also art. Yeah, well, it's and, open and, and to interpretation. Exactly. To a certain extent. So, yeah. so any piece of art, unless unless it's a biography, yeah, right. uh, is, if it's a story, it's open for interpretation. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I find it hard, the more I explored Pinocchio after hearing this, I was like, I was like it, there's, it can't be a coincidence. Wait, how did, how did Pinocchio come up in the first so, place? Because we were talking about pine cones. So, yeah, I'm trying to get. Yeah. Okay. So let me get. So let me get to. Let me get yes. to this. So I'm, I'm trailing off. So. Okay. So Pinocchio, mm-hmm. the word itself, if you break it up into its two parts, in Italian, Pino, Chio, Pino, is Italian for pine. Mm-hmm. Occhio is Italian for Oculus, which is eye. Also another word for eye. Okay. Pine eye, pine's eye. Uh-huh. Is another term for penile penile gland. Ah. Your penile gland is your third eye. Your penile gland is also in the shape of a pine cone, so that's why a lot of a lot of things that you'll see people wearing pine cones because it's a, it's to represent your your third eye. The story of Pinocchio is a boy finding his true self and opening his third eye. Bro, the journey through him lying mm-hmm. as you uh, when you become when you start off as a child, you're learning. You first learn the the power of a lie, uh-huh. 
but also then you learn that lying is not not good. But so you you, you build it's a story, journey through your, your honesty, being tr- truthful, kind of who who you are. But then you go into uh, the awakening part of surrounding yourself with those who you think you're, are your friends. But then when you become more of your true self, you lose those people around you. Right. And your, your true friends start to actually uh, emerge as you make your way to to becoming your true true self. Yeah. So when Pinocchio when becomes, third eye opens. When his, oh, his third eye opens, he becomes a real boy. Whoa, dude. Right. So how how did you 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 were just I out watch, there and fucking? No, I watched a video on this. Like there was some Italian dude that was explaining it, and oh right, a, a while back, and like, and it was one of those things where I just kept thinking on it. Yeah, and then like while that it was, didn't make sense when you first heard it. Yeah, like well, I was like, okay, it was like I could cut. It was loosely made made a little sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I got it. But then I started exploring it more. I feel like I'm in the exact state where that hit me just perfect. Where right, where you just it. yeah. Like, holy Shit, like that, like just the little basic things, and then, so you start exploring it more, and you're like, yeah. you know, that's, everything's connecting. To I'm gonna have to watch that movie again too, bro. I actually just recently watched it. It's a good movie, actually. Yeah, it's fucking weird. The, did you watch, did you watch <laughs> the, so the, the the remake, the Tom Hanks one, or the 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 Disney, the, the original the Disney movie? one, the, the Tom the Hanks Han- one? Where you There's actually a Tom Hanks uh, Pinocchio movie that just came out on Disney Plus, where Tom Hanks is um, Geppetto. Geppetto, yeah. And I forget who plays Pinocchio. What? I think it's Kanye. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, Kanye on the brain right now, bro. <laughs> Fuck him. All right, I think that's as good a time as any. I think we should take a little break. I think we're a little bit past 30 minutes, so I'm going to do that. I got to pee. Yes, I need more water. Right back. Definitely need more water. Yeah. All right, bye, guys. All right, what's up, everybody? Austin here. So, I'm not sure if you guys follow my social media, mainly my Instagram, but if you do, you might have seen some recent posts with me doing some climbing. Turns out, there's an indoor rock climbing place near where I live, and me and the lady Kristen have started going every week, uh, mainly on Wednesdays. So, we've just been doing it for fun, but it's also, it's pretty challenging, and you get like the aesthetics of exercising these muscle groups that you just don't usually hit in the gym. Plus, you meet some really cool people who climb in the process. So, through climbing, I came across this awesome company called Dino. Dude, they have this one product, Beta, and I love the idea. It contains a 2-in-1 thermogenic nootropic with a boost of clean energy using 10 simple all-natural ingredients. Now, if you're not familiar, nootropics are supplements that boost your creativity, promote mental clarity, and give you intense focus. So I'll tell you right now, it takes a lot of energy and creativity to reach the top of those climbs, man. So one thing I like about this concept is it's not just for climbers. I honestly can't see why Dino's Beta wouldn't be perfect for any activity or adventure. Another thing that's cool is they're going to ship straight from their door to yours, meaning no annoying retail shop markup. And if you use the code OSTEN, that's O-S-T-E-N, at checkout, you can take another 15% off. So go check these guys out. They're the Dino Climbing Company on Instagram or thedinocompany.com. Now back to the pod. And we're back in. We actually have the uh, the Wakan uh, Liquid Stranger, his full set on the TV now. You guys can't hear it, but we're we're just watching it a little bit just because it's dope. Um, huh? Life changing. Yeah, life changing, bro. Yeah, I have some uh, tea. Got some uh, chamomile. They had it in the room, so I was like, I fucking might. Yeah, you gotta try it, bro. 
then you hand it to me with the knife. I know. <laughs> that with your left hand, it's not even hot. No, but, the, but the glass is. Like, I literally yeah. hold it and I was like, okay. It feels like, good. Yeah, the glass sure, is nice sure, and warm. Sure, it did. It's, it's good just, in your it, hands. It just singed my fingertips. It just singed my fingertips. <laughs> well, that'll be good, considering, like, my voice has been really kind of raspy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's going to help you. Yeah. Since Wakan. So. You can have the rest of that, bro. I don't give a shit. Good stuff. That Wook flu. That's that tea, bro, the Wook flu from the Wakan that we are talking about currently, actually. Yeah. Oh, that the Wook flu. Is no yeah. Oh. Did you lose it? I pulled on something. No, I'm good. I, <laughs> I said pulled, no, I'm I, good. I pulled on something for a second and like went, went the, like the audio. Super dead. Yeah. <laughs> we're good, but I'm good. Yes, I think I'm good. Are we good? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> so I think now is a good time to, uh, I actually want to go ahead and start with what the fuck is going on here. Okay. So we, uh, we wanted to do this pod for a long time. We've been talking about it forever. You've wanted to do this particular hotel. Yes. Right, so what is the story behind all of this? So this this particular hotel, um, I came across it when I went to... Uh, the Lorenzo friend. in Dallas. Yeah, the Lorenzo Hotel, which if you ever get an opportunity to come by, highly recommend it. Even I highly you, recommend it now. If you sure. live in Dallas, just a, an evening at the Lorenzo Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I came across it because my good friend, my uh, good friends, uh, Ricky and Crystal, were mar- married here. Mm-hmm. And so um, when... Uh, uh, when I came, when I first got here, I was just like, like "Holy hell! This this hotel is just begging to be tripped in." Mm. And so uh, that's when we set. Uh, I was like, when I got the idea, or I kept, got the idea of doing the podcast here when we were talking. When you asked me about when we we're doing our, our podcast, yeah. I was like, I was like, "Well, I asked want- you like straight out of the gate, bro." Yeah, it's like, like I want- when are we doing the podcast? Yeah, it's like I want to do it. It's like I want. It's like because I was thinking, it's like, what would be really cool. A cool, cool venue. Something, something different than what, what, what everything, what everything else is. And I was like, I've been wanting to trip at the Lorenzo, Lorenzo Hotel for the mm-hmm. longest time. I always have a great time tripping with you. That's what I'm talking we about. Have, we, it, and it's been a while since me, me and you just had had like one of our trips. It's been a long time. Um, yeah. And so, so I remember I positioned to it. I was like, hey, I want to do our interview or our podcast. At the Lorenzo, mm-hmm. and so we've been. We had, I, I positioned that to you probably about six months or so ago. I would say at least, yeah, yeah. for sure. And it just never. The timing just never really kind of kind of came along, and then various different things things happened. Right. And then uh, what was it like last month? I was like, I was like, I, I realized like, October thirteenth. I was like that that lines up perfectly. That's let's it, let's bro. do October thirteenth. Let's set the mm-hmm. date. Let's make that happen. Yeah. I was like the the. It's during the slow period for for Lorenzo, which is kind of super, surprising. 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 <laughs> Random accent just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> um, but very surprising considering the hotel and also October. Like this lends itself to a, to be right, a trip. yeah peak season. I think there hasn't been a lot of Halloween stuff going on. No, but maybe, yeah. but I mean, like you would think that this hotel would be be hopping when you can't. Definitely, do. dude. Yeah, considering the fucking way everything's set up, exactly. and, like all the little weird shit around here, dude. So, yeah. And I didn't, and I purposely didn't tell you much about the hotel. Didn't tell me anything until we until we were, com- really. they were com- coming along. <laughs> yeah. And so the hotel itself, if you ever go, we go on the website. It basically describes itself as Alice in Wonderland meets Andy Warhol. Yeah, and that's probably that's a very apt description. The mm-hmm. entire the from the moment you moment you drive up, like literally yeah. as you drive up, the hotel kind of 
uh, smacks you in the face with mm-hmm. like, okay, this place is different. There's these little lights going up it and stuff, and yeah. like, yeah, yeah, and then you then there's murals everywhere, and you there's walk. little fucking mannequins out on the on the yeah. side of the building and stuff, yeah. like, yeah. You walk in and you just like like from the mo- moment you you get out of your car all the way into your room. Each room is themed out different differently, mm-hmm. and there's something to look at in every nook and cranny of this hotel. Yeah. All the way down to the the Warshack uh, uh, ink blot test on the walls. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. We did it earlier. Yeah. I, I think I fucking nailed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Austin has a very specific thing on his mind lately. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, anyways, we want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying so hard not to. Go ahead, Rick. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, go ahead with the rest of the conversation. Oh, yeah, the rest of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we had. Uh, so, like, that was, that was kind of the whole purpose of this. I was like, I wanted to have a different. I wanted to not only the experience of the podcast be its experience, but I wanted the, the, the entire thing to, to overall mm-hmm. be an experience for you. Yeah, it's been fucking really cool so far, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we showed up. We uh, we were gonna have the tacos, which would have been dope. We're gonna do that in the morning, though. Yeah, we leave. In the morning. Yep. Um, but uh, we went. And we had this fucking. That was a really good chicken sandwich. They have a little. Uh, so you walk in and like the lobby already is kind of trippy. It does have like the Halloween stuff set up right yeah, now too, which is cool. Yeah. But you have like what? Who was it? That Sal- was it? Salvador Dali. Yeah, Salvador there? Dali. Like, yeah, there's like a whole wall of him, him, pictures of him, and everything. And like, dude, this place is just trippy from whenever you first walk in, and then the little hallway immediately well, to your left. Well, and the Salvador Dali, the, the Salvador Dali quote at the uh, uh, was, oh, was yeah. like, it's like uh, I don't do drugs, I am drugs. I am drugs. Oh, yes. Like, yes that's so that's great. what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah cool. Exactly. But yeah, the trippy hall, the trippy hallway. I thought the was blinking the, eyeballs, yeah. Yeah. Or oh yeah, the blinking. Yeah, that was. That's what I was talking about. Was, <laughs> I, I was talking about me getting stuck, thinking that I was looking at a mirror and I couldn't see my reflection. Oh my god, yes, dude. Like, dude. Yeah, it's just it's. I don't even know if they're doing it intentionally. Some of it, but they have to be. But like the way that they set it up, like it's kind of a circle, yeah. and like you look at it one way and you're like, this is the hallway, and then you turn around, and like this one looks like a mirror, but it's still the hallway kind of deal. Yeah, and you're like, yeah it looks like that should have been like I'm looking at a mirror. Uh huh. But, should be the end of the hallway. Yeah, exactly. It's like you come around where the elevators are, and you're looking at it. It's like that should be a mirror mm-hmm. reflecting me. Yeah. But I'm not reflecting anything, and then you realize it's a hallway. Yeah. And I was like, kind of oh, fucks you oh, up for a second. Yeah. Which and this was before we started doing anything right. crazy. Right. <laughs> the, my my mind was already in the right headspace. So That's exactly. Like, that. Well, this place puts you in that. Yes, exactly. And then yeah. we walk in, and there's this fucking. This Pixar ass. Like. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's literally like this giant light that looks like the the Pixar light. Yeah, from, from the Pixar. The, That's the, what the light you guys are seeing right now. I don't know if I showed it like at any point during the video, but I'll show it to you at the end or something. But it's fucking hilarious, dude. It's yeah. so big. Burn. Yes, but so everything about it is just awesome. Oh and, yeah. We we were we were exploring all our we took some really good photos and videos that I'll I'll I'll, I'll edit and put my. Bro, little... he's already started playing with them and they're all awesome, dude. Yeah, like I did that one, just the one that I posted on the thing is like we're showing that we had everything set up and like mm-hmm. immediately like all the. Responses. But those of you just listening, by the way, he is sitting in. I want to describe it as a throne kind of deal or just a, a badass chair with this stump. My Don chair. That's the Don chair for sure. That's what it is now. 
He's got the lamp over him. He's got his stump here, and just the carpet strippy. We got this backdrop of Dallas going on, dude. It's just it's a whole experience, bro. It is fantastic, and just thank you so much, brother. Yeah, awesome. exactly. Yeah. It was like that's what I was kind of hoping for. Like I wanted to kind of set, like, I mean, when it, if I'm doing anything that is creative, mm. I want I want it to be different. It's a hundred percent, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, exactly. It's like and uh, it's like if you've kind of gotten to know me and my artistic and like the, the the things that I've gotten more into. What? Lost oh, me. you're just you're leaning away from it a little oh, bit. Oh, no, because yeah. I, like, I dropped the cable and it's like and it just went dead. <laughs> Weird. Oh, yeah, the headphones it. went dead. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure that it didn't go dead. No. You good? You good now? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay, dope. Yeah. I'm just being weird. <laughs> You're a fucking goober, bro. Yeah, it's like, well, my leg, like, being old, like, my leg being crossed as long, that long, I was like, I need to stretch it. You don't have to cross your leg like that, bro. It's you look just, nice, though. It's, yeah. yeah. You look like the Don right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so, the whole experience, everything has been set, The like, everything's ready to go. Let's talk about my boy, Zach. Let's right. figure out where the rave grandpa came from. Okay. And, or so let's talk. I want to talk about like from the beginning. From the beginning, who you are, yeah. leading up through whole life as much like I mean yeah. as much as we can in yeah. the short amount of time that we have because right. whenever we did it, it was awesome, yeah, and very yeah. in depth, and I loved it. Um, and then going into the rave grandpa and now yeah, the dawn and everything, the dawn persona. Yeah. yeah, it's like I have all these different nicknames that are kind of just characters. That's because you're just a, you're literally like an enigma in the fucking EDM world right now. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and it even goes back to when I was playing like baseball and everything. Like, it was even the, the train train wreck. It's just a personality, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. like something just follows along with me, and I'm down for it. Like, whatever. It's just what like, you do, bro. Yeah. But um, so, I guess to start off is like this. this <laughs> um, I don't know where do I start off. Is like the oh no, man. So uh, you're here. You're from here. Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll start with that. So yeah, I'm from from. I was born and raised in, in Weather Weatherford, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad. That's where my, my mom's side of the family is from. My dad's side of the family though is from Santa Santa Fe, New Mexico. Right on. Yeah. Um, and really, uh, obviously, I was very fortunate. I had a, two amazing parents, mm-hmm. um, and also after my parents split up, um, I. Uh, Third, third parent Adam is my, my stepdad mm-hmm. uh, Tom which uh, like he's just as much my dad dad is my real dad yeah and so, I haven't met him yet but you've told me it's just awesome dude yeah it's like, yeah. I can't wait for you like I really want you and Kristen to, to yeah we've been there. trying dude like, there's been right. so many times we should have already met him it'll happen I'll make sure that it, it'll happen at the right moment but yeah um, but yeah so um, I kind of went through my own journey is I already kind of explained a little bit some of the things that my, my mom has done kind of helped grow me into who I am um, the, the types of things that I've liked to kind of uh, explore from my artistic side I was a, uh, a, a, an artist from the very beginning as a kid I drew, drew a lot mm-hmm. um, uh, one of the things that a lot of people know about me is that I'm colorblind yes yeah and which we all always forget yeah, even at the mom, same time, even my mom, my mom was like, "Can you hand me the green thing?" I'm like, "Really?" No. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but and so, my artistic side of it is something that's kind of, kind of been a a part of me from the get go, and it's been something that kind of fell out of, I guess, out of focus for a while. Mm-hmm. 
um, and the EDM community really kind of definitely brought ra- that ra- back ra- raving and psychedelics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely brought that back into into light. And part of it is I stopped drawing for the longest time. Like yeah. I, did, I like I don't draw anymore, mm-hmm. um, which I need to pick it back up. But um, yeah. I just recently did a little bit, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's like I need to start doing it, but like right now, like I've been more focusing on like the photo editing and things, and that's been a nice little creative outlet that I that I missed. Yeah, and so, um, kind of my my own general way of kind of getting back into that creative space. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, <laughs> so I, yeah. you were talking earlier about how your mom, um, she kind of gave you. She gave you a good amount of rope and, like, just let you kind of experience things in your own way, and she gave you these things here and there to yes. kind of shape yeah. you and, like, to give you a little bit of, like, um, direction, I suppose. Direction, yeah. yeah. It's like, so, and I lost that, lost a little bit of that in my, my 20s, so unlike most people when in their 20s when they're fuck, fucking around and finding out. Yes. Um, I was not. I was pretty. I was pretty. You much, didn't fuck around, and you didn't find out. No, literally, I was very much. I was following following the, the, the societal pattern of like you gotta get settled down, you gotta have family, all that stuff. And I completely lost who I was. Like I didn't realize who I was. But in order for me to find who I was, I had to lose lose who I was. Yeah. Um, and so, um, what that uh, entails, like when I was in my my thirties, is when I started. Uh, kind of exploring that and what brought that in was a relationship yeah that um, that was the complete opposite of what my son my son my son's mom was yeah my son's mom was somebody like I thought I was I was in love with and that showed showed me the world but in instead hampered who I was hampered well so you were with her from whenever you were didn't you say 20 uh, from eighteen all the way to almost thirty. That is so fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, almost my entire twenties. Yeah, no, my entire twenties. And she's a little older than you, right? Yeah, she's uh, seven years older than me. Yeah, so twenty-five. You're seven or eighteen. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I thought I knew who I was then, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. And then, so after the that relationship ended, mm-hmm. um, I kind of threw myself into. Working, became a workaholic. Yeah, working uh, at Sprint was it? Yeah, yep. T-Mobile and Sprint, and then yep. also I was, and I was great at what I did. Like a, a salesperson, I, like just naturally I'm a talkative person, so that lends itself very well to sales. Definitely. Um, but at the same time, I also found a, a niche for teaching and um, and guiding people. Mm-hmm. But what I was u- misusing it in in the sense of in a retail environment. I'm using it to gain other people money. Right. So um, kind of something that I've now started kind of focusing more on is learning how to uh, teach and guide or be a different kind of perspective shift for people uh, in a a much different manner. But that managing help kind of uh, guide me. But anyway, so while I was... Uh, working at Sprint, like kind of lot, uh, just became this over over obsessive workaholic, um, and thinking that's who I was. I was like that that, that to deal with the pain and the loss of not being around my son and mm-hmm. and whatnot. Basically, not doing what I thought what I was doing, which is for me to be happy. And your son, how old was Bryce whenever y'all split? I forget. He was two years, two years old. He was two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but uh, around five five years after the split, that's when I met. Uh, names but right yeah. uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I met met someone that 
really kind of opened my eyes to uh, a world that I didn't even know. Entire yeah. new world, dude. Completely shifted my entire perspective. She got you on that magic carpet. And yeah, and, that, and, that's, and we're not even just talking, talking drugs. We're also talking mu- musically, like artistically, spiritually, food-wise. Food yeah. Like, just shifted every aspect of, of my entire, entire life. So anyone who knew me prior to this mm-hmm. knew I was a workaholic who played video games and ate chicken strips. Yeah. Like that was in, like I, Caesar's pizza and shit. Like I did not, I did not really, I did not embody. Well, you're also the fast food king, by the way, guys. Yeah. Like I can, I can get. I, he I, can I, find I, anything. He finds all the best shit yeah. on any menu. Yeah. And I'll argue, and I'll argue day and night over over who has a better better what. Yes, and he'll have factual evidence to yeah. back it up. Yeah, and if you come at me with In and Out Burger is the best burger chain, I was absolutely not who was i talking to my buddy jeff has some notes on that i'd like for you guys to talk about this yeah. no no i will say i will say i will say california's in and out is different it's different it's yeah. vastly different mm-hmm. so caesar hang when i went to uh hang out with him in san diego we had in and out and i will admit that it is it is better there texas it is trash here. yeah and how people eat that shit i don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. like you got whataburger right there just fucking go to yeah, just go. Yeah, just God damn it. do what you want to do. You know you want. It's like you got Waterbury, you got Twister, you got Shake Shack, you got Five Guys. Why the hell are you doing this? Going going? Knock out. off, knock off, In and Out. This knock off California. It's for the name. That's all it is. That's how they. Oh. Yeah, right. Somebody's zooming by on the highway over yeah, here, bro. Right. That was, I caught that all the way into the mic. <laughs> I swear that went all the way into the headphones, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh, so she opened you up to all this stuff. Yeah, all these yeah. different things. And so um, that was actually the first time, because of her, it was like the, the first time I ever saw the color purple. Oh, right, <laughs> yeah, dude, color I love purple this story. story. Yeah, so yes. my very first time rolling, um, uh, so the first time I ever took ecstasy was at Lights All Night. I think it was 2018. Um, and the first time I ever going to a rave, first time doing anything like this. Like I, like, I didn't know a single bit of any of the music. I thought I was very musically inclined at this point, but I was right. like, but I, I'm all, when it comes to music, love music. You yeah. show me anything, any any, any sound, I'll, I'll listen to it. Aside from country, it's not music, but anyways. <laughs> and a whole other thing. Yeah. whole other thing. Don't get me on that, but it's, it's not music. We'll just leave it at that. There's okay. no debate. So, right on. Right. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we get we get there and I have no idea to do. like literally the person that I was like I remember I go I had the full full beard mm-hmm. I was like sixty pounds heavier I was really? wearing I was wearing jeans and this t shirt that she had bought me that said it had a, a unicorn with a, an alien on it that said don't fuck with my vibe nice yeah. and I was like okay that was where everything the foundation at that point and like she gave me the the pill she gave me a half yeah she of was course like, yeah she was like very responsible talking do my drugs correctly mm-hmm. um but she uh, there was like two rules wasn't there don't uh, drink and something yeah don't else. yeah don't drink we're not we're not drink drinking on it um and you can always take more you can never take less there you go right on yeah, yeah. So, good that, rules to follow people yes now i don't know if that the never take rule uh, you can never take more you can never take less was her or just yeah. no that was my mom oh right on okay yeah, yeah. all with drugs yeah you can always take more you can't take less that's yeah. the rule yeah. And, yeah, that's and it's a great great it's very good rule to live yeah. by. <laughs> one that has served me well, quite served me quite well, and yeah. one that when I've the few times when I've I've ignored it, I've paid the price every single time. Every time, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, um, so we're sitting there at the at the uh, at the at the rave, like listening. Like I don't know any artist that's on this except for Dead Mouse. Mm. 
Um, and she just kept like, are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? And I'm like, I don't know what to feel. I've never been high at this point in my life. I've never, I've never smoked weed, never drank. I was like, at this point I've drank, but I barely drink at, at all. So I don't even really know what a buzz felt, really felt like. Yeah. Um, so like, I didn't know, I had no frame of reference. On how old were you at this point? 30? 35. 35. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know what the hell, like, what, am, what am I supposed to feel? Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, you'll feel it. And I'm like, okay. Trust me, you'll know. You'll know. know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. It's like, we're and, like and we're still doing this whole period where it's not, it's like, uh, maybe maybe drugs don't work on me. Like, I'm not feeling, <laughs> uh, that's in my head. Like, like I'm not feeling anything. She says, she like, clearly I'm supposed to be feeling something. I'm not feeling anything. The music's cool. Enjoying yeah. the fun. Enjoying the music and enjoying. That's when I heard, like, uh, uh, a little John song. The, that really kind of got got me going, and so that was like when I really started feeling it. So the main thing that really kind of caught me was, um, where are you going? Now you're good. I'll let, I'll, I'm going to pause for effect. That's why I don't chew on that shitty shitty gum. It's better than the fucking bag, dude. That is true. So uh, sorry, didn't mean to. Okay. Shit on shit on you, Nico. Keep talking to the people, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, at this point, like I still don't know what to feel. I'm th- not sure if I'm fit, if I'm going to feel anything. Um, I was actually at a point. It's like it's like maybe I should just get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> like like at this point, and so that's when Dead Mouse came on, and so we're chilling, and then the song Beneath with Me came on, which if you, you said which song Beneath with Me. So it's a very kind of mellow, low, bassy song, mm-hmm. and I can't uh, like I won't do it justice. But like right as right as the the song drops, like not drops, it doesn't drop like a, like a heavy song, but it just goes. Um, how did it say like uh, right when it says beneath with me, beneath like the mm-hmm. it, the, the voice gets Real really low. low. Yeah. All of a sudden, the lights change to purple and. I can f- literally feel the the purple like roll down my body. Yeah, and I'm like, I can see purple, like that's purple, like, and I'm like <laughs> losing my mind. And I'm like, that's purple, most beautiful thing and, you've ever seen. And, probably. and she's like trying to calm. Like people are like, what the fuck is this guy on? She's like, he's colorblind. It's the first time I've ever seen purple. He's losing his shit. Like, like she's like, calm down. Yes, dude. But then the like then the lights like roll down my body. I'm like, I feel it. Uh, yeah, I feel it now, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> yes, dude. and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that was the most uh, like it hit me like right at that moment. That's dope, like, dude. Uh, and so I, that, at that moment, I was instantly hooked, not on drugs, but on EDM. Yes, <laughs> on, on that EDM. feeling, on you that know? feeling, on like that purple, like, bro. Like I was just like, "Wow!" Yeah, there's so, nothing like it, man. That fucking it literally it vibrates your whole body. Yes, like the way that the lights and the music is all yeah, hitting like, you and everything. Like I'm saying, that, like everything, like everything that I love, like far as the, the the music, the dancing, the visuals, were all at that moment. We're just like, this is where I belong. Like this yes. is this is me. And so I should have been like all the, along. Yeah, this like this is part of who I am, and I need to explore this. Mm-hmm. And anyone who knows anything about me knows that when I get on something. I, I I become not on something, but when I when I find something that I like, yeah, I obsess. Like. So like Quentin Tarantino, get obsessed with it. Yeah, like when I find an artist, I get obsessed with it. When I find a mus- musician, I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with it. I, I want to know everything about about it. I want to hear everything. I want to yeah. experience everything. 
and I want you know to, where they're from. You know, like well, not even so much that. Like, I don't even really care about that stuff. I want to know everything that they create. Yeah, like because the the one thing I'm I've, just saying you do like it just yeah. But you, the one you thing I've learned everything about everybody. Well, yeah, but the one thing that I've I've, I've learned is like I don't really want to know much about them as a person mm-hmm. like their personal life because yeah. the one thing that I've learned is that the more you try to learn about, about an artist the, the more you open yourself up for, for disappointment oh right on because yeah. how many how, pull back the curtain a little bit like, yeah it's like I don't want I don't want to know every little aspect of it like, it's great if, if they, they reveal that to us mm-hmm. great example Sullivan King someone who, who opens that curtain momentarily allows us, allows us yeah. but I was like when you you dive too much into a, into a celebrity, you end up finding you you end up re- finding out that anyone at that at a certain level of success, every in order to be at that level of success, you inherently have to be somewhat of a piece of shit. Yeah, you gotta like, be a crazy person. Like yeah. in order in order to get to that, there, there there's there's a part of part of that that in order to breed success to a certain level, you have to you kind of have to shit on people. It's just it's just part of it. No, you're not may not do it. Be doing it intentionally. Maybe, yeah, okay. But 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 you 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 kind of have to like at some point when you when you get to that level, you're going to piss off someone. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Right. So. So, but anyways, um, so I got really into EDM. So like I was like, okay, so when's the next thing I go to? So then we went to uh, my first actual like just single show. Yeah. Um, which I think was, I'm trying to remember who. Yeah, because you went pretty straight into just Lights All Night. It's a pretty big one. Yeah, Lights All Night was it, and I was like, okay. Oh, the next one I went to was uh, Something Wonderful. Nice. I wasn't even supposed to go to. I just, I was like, I was like, my girlfriend and her friends, they all went, and I was just like, can I go? Like, can like, I go? Like, I just kind of hinted around, like, like, it'd be really cool if I could go, but I was like, I don't want to impose. Yeah. But, like, I lo- like low-key bought a ticket and was just kind of sitting there waiting for them to, like, man, I really wish you were here. Okay, cool. I'll be there. Yeah, I'm already there. Yeah, yeah got a ticket, been waiting for it, like, on my way. <laughs> and then finally they, they, like, dropped a hint on the last day, and, like, it's like I was there, like, literally showed up, like, uh, like at, like, DJ Snake and, like, Porter Robinson. I'm like, like, hey, just, nice. like, I, like I knew all the art, do the artists online. Like I literally like listened to like all their music so I could be familiar with with what I was getting into. Yeah, and then, um, and then the next one was Middlelands, which that was the where the whole "Who the fuck is Jeff" uh, <laughs> uh, came from. Yeah, can you tell what? That you want me to get into that one? Yeah, right. I do. Yeah, yeah, kinda, I love all your little uh, your little fucking Zachisms, bro. Yeah, that's like my favorite. That's the one, that's one that fo- has followed me for the longest. Yeah. But it's like, that, or, the, why are you running? <laughs> <laughs> why are you running? Yes. yes. But no, the, uh, so the who the, the, who the fuck is Jeff? One is awesome because like I so I go to Middlelands. Um, that was my first like actual festival where I'm there for all the days. Right. I don't know any of the artists other than Kristen Noir, which is uh, which is a weird one to know, but he was basically Hodor from Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah, he did this Rave of Thrones thing. That's actually him. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, he does his own thing yeah, as a rave. Yeah, so I was like, I knew him, and I was wearing a Hodor shirt. Nice. That literally, do you remember the the hold the door? Hold episode? the door. Yeah. I literally had a shirt that said that said Hodor, but then it said hold the door. Yeah. Oh, as it went down. Yeah. Oh, nice. But. Um, so that was the only, that was my only contribution to EDM at, at, at this festival. Like I knew nothing, 
And so that's when we saw Seven Lions. And I was like, I don't never heard of him. I don't know any of his music. Don't know who he is. Know nothing about this guy. Watch his set. Completely blown away. Absolutely just floored. Yeah. That was the first time a uh, girlfriend at the time told me she loved me. Like, every aspect of that entire yeah, set dude. was just amazing. And after the set, he came out and uh, did a meet and greet. Right. And so we got to go go meet him. Like so, I went up to him. and was like, dude, like your shit was amazing. Never heard heard you changed before. Changed my whole life. All my life. Girlfriend says she loved me. This is fucking amazing. I love yeah. it. And then that's when I was like, hey, let's get take a big uh, group photo. So I'm like right there with the guy. It's like I got my arm around seven lions, mm-hmm. um, and his wife Emma goes, hey everybody, why don't you say? It's like everybody say happy birthday, Jeff. My dumbass goes. Who the fuck is Jeff? Loud as, <laughs> loud as fuck. And you can see Seven Lines in the photo. You can see him, like, like laughing. Yeah. As this motherfucker is like, like, bitch, really? You have your arm around me. <laughs> and what's funny about it is, like, I've literally met, like, half the people in that photo because of that now. Like, I'll yeah. mention it in various different EDM chat groups. And they're like, that was you? Yes. Or it's like, hey, do you remember the guy who said, who the fuck is Jeff? And like, oh, like, that was me. Um, and like even one of my close friends, Stephen Rivas, he's uh, like I met him as a result of we were talking about that photo, and mm-hmm. then we ended up becoming good, really good buddies. That's dope, yeah. And actually going to a Seven Lions uh, show together. Yeah, but, went to go see Jeff again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at Red Rocks. <laughs> um, the fuck is Jeff? But yeah, he ended up like uh, I ended up meeting some. There's like my buddy uh, Stephen, Antonio, and uh, Dylan. Mm-hmm. I met all through through. That that photo, yeah, that's crazy. Um, dude. Yeah, and uh, yes, and then like literally two weeks later, I went to drinking with strangers with him, where we go to New Orleans and we have a, have a beer tasting with him. And we show up, he's like, he's like, he's like, old dude who knows my name. Yes, dude, like, you'll never forget who Jeff is, will you? Like, yes, dude, yeah. old dude that knows my and name. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. But anyways, it's labeled at yeah. this point. Yeah. So then at that point, like it just it, it, the the whole. Ray of Enigma just kind of just snowballed from that that point. Like, to, to, I, I got so obsessed with, with EDM, mm-hmm. uh, with raving. I think it was like I did like nine festivals in like the span of a year. Yeah. Um, uh, that's when I met. Like during a period, uh, like me, me and my buddy Pablo, we went to Dance Festopia. No, no, Dance Fest, Global Dance. And that's when I met my entire f- uh, Ray, oh, Ray, fam, Ray dude. Well, my Ray fam in Denver. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, that, that entire group, our friends uh, Ian, uh, Aaron, uh, Darian, um, all of them uh, up there. Uh, they were an amazing uh, a family of ours up that we still still keep in touch with. Um, and then uh, during a period of, uh, I actually ended up meeting. Uh, the friends you know, uh, Kareem, Blanca, yeah. Alexis, and, and Glenn is where that part of our Dallas family mm-hmm. uh, started. Um, I was actually out on a date because at the time me and my uh, ex, now ex, were separated. Yeah. And we, I was out on a date with someone else, and like out, we we're at some just basic club, and they started playing like dubstep. And I start seeing the uh, Kareem, Blanca, Alexis, and Buddy Glenn. They start like they're head banging, and I'm yeah. wearing like khaki pant, khaki shorts and a and a polo. Yeah. And like on a date with a, this girl who's not into EDM at all, and like I go over there and like I'm over like with head, it, like yeah. head banging with him. <laughs> I'm like like okay, y'all are my people. Like I was like 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 we ended up exchanging exchange the number. Uh, that's when I taught taught them the fall, uh, fall forward thing that that mm-hmm. I had going on back then. Yeah. And um, 
became like uh, those the, those people have become some of my absolute closest friends. Yeah. Like, they went through some of the some of the shit most, the, yeah. the most difficult time of my entire life, and they stuck stuck with me, and mm-hmm. they still to this day like literally as some of my Kareem today before coming here. Yeah. And we got caught up on, on our whole Wakan experience because he was there. With oh, us. he went? Yeah, yeah. Fuck so, yeah, So kind of got to hit see, hear his take on it because I always, always uh, uh, love hearing what, he, what his, the way he takes a, uh, from or his experience. I think I lost my headphone again. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, those 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 individuals they they they've been a very very key part of my life and my growth uh, from the moment the moment I met them. Yeah. And then we went to uh, uh, let's see, I've gone to almost every festival now. It's like I've, I've been around those, those particular individuals. Um, like we went to Global De- uh, was it Global no, what was it? Uh, oh, Sun City. Sun yeah. City, where's that one? It's in El Paso. Oh, right on. Okay. So that one, uh, that was a, an experience. That, well, all of them have been experiences, and then we kind of just snowballed to all the various different festivals. Like, I want to touch them all because, like, I want to catch, like, all the people that have uh, been. That you fucking met and, like, made all these experiences with. Yeah, yeah it's like, and so had had that, and then literally the next one that was the really big, poignant one was EDC Orlando. Yes. And I have to always talk about that one because if it wasn't for that one particular festival, then... This wouldn't even. Yeah, you wouldn't even be here. Or, yeah. Well, I I don't know. I, I might yeah. not even be here. I don't yeah, know, the, bro. This conversation sure as hell wouldn't be happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so for those of you who don't know, the uh, at EDC Orlando, uh, it was day one, I was there was this big goofy motherfucker like walking around picking up every girl on his shoulders. Uh-huh. Um, and then he comes up uh, to my friend and asks him, he's like, "Hey, can you pick up pick pick, pick me up on your shoulder?" My friend uh, at the time, he's like five foot four. Who was it? Is it Pablo or who? Uh, 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 it was a uh, uh, just uh, ex friend. Oh right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to bring bring his name into it and then go on a whole other tangent. Of course, right. but anyways, um, but yeah, he was uh, asked him, and he's like, he's like, no, um, he's like, absolutely not. He's like, ask ask him. So he, had, he turn, turns to me, he's like, think you pick me up? And I was like, got you for about thirty seconds. Yeah. So lift him up on my shoulder, hold him like lock core, lock core, lock core, put him down, give him the biggest hug. That 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 person turns out to be Logan. Logan's ass, bro. Yeah, Logan. Big, Logan's big goofy ass big, too. Big dude. He's yeah. taller than me. Like yeah. he's six two, six three. So he's almost. I think four. at that time he was probably at least. I don't want to get this wrong, but I want to say like two fifteen, two twenty at that well, point. Well, yeah, he was. St- he yeah, was he definitely, was fucking big. He, yeah, he was point. a big dude, and like and. Uh, granted, I, I'm not a small small guy yeah. by any means, but I certainly and I, uh, it's like that that took a lot. You have no get. business picking up a fucking six two, two hundred twenty pound dude on your not, shoulders not either. At thir- not at thirty seven years old, I should have fucking <laughs> did, but I did anyways because I was like I was like this dude, I like, something about this guy, and then went, so happy dude. Then, uh, he gave me this big hug, looked into his big black eyes, and which I, <laughs> which. Later learned they're crystal blue. Yeah, but, but that's uh, at that a, time. A no, fa- not at that moment they weren't. He was rolling so hard that his, he had no beautiful saucers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, we, we we exchanged numbers, hung out for just a few moments, um, and then the next day he went on his whole ass journey trying to find find us some um, some additional favors. Right. Um, and that like 
I remember sugar. We, he was trying. He was like trying. To, we, we were trying to meet up at this one point. He's like, yeah, I found someone. Meet, meet me up at the EDC sign. So we said they were chit chatting and caught up and everything. And then all of a sudden, this naked dude comes running by, and then the cops like tackle him. And I was like, I think that's my guy. Yep. I'm like, all right, cool. We don't need what what we're in, what we're trying to buy. So yeah, it's all good. That, that's yeah, that's a sign. Like, good. But he ended up finding finding another person and get get getting it. It's like like he went on a whole ass journey. Yeah, he for said the, he was like, it's my mission. The to whole get day, this. just yeah. like I'm getting this for this guy. He asked yeah. me, I'm getting it for him. Mm-hmm. And so that's also when I met Caesar. Uh, that's also when I met. Yes, uh, Caesar, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. also when I met. I miss you, uh, buddy. Miss uh, uh, Selena Munoz. Oh, not Munoz. Sorry, sorry, Torres. My bad. Uh huh. She yeah. listens, so she's gonna kill me. Yeah, she's gonna be pissed. Yeah, no. sorry, Selena. <laughs> um, but. Uh, that's when I met th- those three, along with Sam and Jose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that one particular interaction that weekend turned into lifelong f- friends. Yeah. Um, who since have been, uh, like, spawned meeting, yeah. meeting, meeting you, mm-hmm. um, uh, the entire Arkansas family that's up there. Yeah. The entire rave community. You're tightening it up there now, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like I've showed up at Wakan and it's like, like I'm running into all of them, and they're just mm-hmm. like, they're like, ah. yeah, just, just hugging me up and everything. And so, but yeah, so like that that particular journey, and then like literally three. And what made that even tighter was when I went through my my really bad breakup. Uh, the um, a year, uh, like literally three months later, Logan and Caesar came all the way down to spend my birth. Spend my birthday with me. Yeah. So I wasn't by myself. Mm-hmm. We went out to go see Stevie Oki. Um, right, yeah. Took him to, took him to 7th Street. Mm-hmm. We just made a whole weekend of it. Yeah. And those guys came in, and, man, they were just... They were my boys. They were... Uh, I, I, they, they were what I, what I needed. Um, and... That's Lolo, bro. Yeah. And yeah. then, so then, really, like, the next... Uh, Next year was was a a, a, a mad descent into dr- uh, drug abuse and uh, self self pity and self doubt and self hatred. Yeah. Um. And me wondering what I who I was because when that relationship went south. Yeah. The biggest thing I was like, everything that I loved about myself was tied to that person. Yeah, and all this stuff that you had just found, all these beautiful things and all that, yeah. you know, was tied to this one person. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, it was like so. So it's like, but but I later found out, like through through another through another uh, 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 relationship, which I'll, which I'll yeah, another relationship that I'll talk about in a little bit. But that person really kind of helped me understand that. That was already that was always a part of me. Mm-hmm. The person that like what I loved about myself wasn't tied to that person. All that person did was open that door. Yeah, that's all they did, and mm-hmm. everything else was always me, and it all came out. And so that person, they helped yeah. me see all the potential. And you had romanticized this whole deal with her. Yeah, and, and I was know. just like, it's like, damn it. So it's like everything that I that I loved about myself also reminded me of her yeah so it was a, a whole year of just kind of just going through that process and it was very painful but and it was somewhere in there that i met you because i remember logan was talking about he's like dude whenever i first met this guy you know like it wasn't like this dude you yeah know? like 
Yeah, because when yeah when you came down, like I wasn't I was I was going I was about midway through it. I you were was, in the shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. That was also when the 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 rave grandpa um, person or the nickname came from when uh, our friend Sabrina came down for her 18th birthday, mm-hmm. and we're at Seventh Street, and she took a snap. And we're taking shots, and she's like taking shots with rave grandpa. Yeah, and I was like, bitch, bitch, <laughs> and it stuck. Yeah, and it stuck, and I was Let's like, just he quote unquote hated it." Yeah, yeah, but it was like one of those things. Like, you know, fuck it. I was like, if people, if that's what uh, people want to call me, then that's, yeah. that's fine. I was like, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll own it. Yeah, and uh, it's so funny. I was gonna say this earlier, but whenever I first met you, I was what, 22, 23 at yeah. the time, and like yeah. it made sense then that you were a rave grandpa. But now, I mean, I'm barely older, but it's right. like, dude, you're not even old like yeah. at all, dude. Right, <laughs> and so that's where we came into the whole uh, like the, the the I guess. Zach, the Dawn thing that, that, that came yeah. out. So, like, uh, when we were in Wakan, everyone was asking me, uh, like, what, like they were like, you, you have a nickname? And I was like, I was interested. Like, a lot of people know me as uh, Rave Grandpa, especially up in Arkansas, so you might have heard that name. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, but you don't see it. Because in uh, Wakan, most of the, the crowd was uh, a little bit, a lot closer to my age. Yeah. Like, like I feel our, like our group is getting older, you know, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, inherently, yeah. of course, you're, right? You're yeah. older than you are than you were. But a that particular, like the people that have yeah. been following the scene and stuff, like yeah, you know, we're exactly. all getting older a little bit, you know. And so, like the but, but the people at Wakanda, they were closer to their thirties, mm-hmm. uh, and so they're so definitely closer to my age. And they're like, "Well, we don't see you as a grandpa. Like you're not, it's like you're not that far off from our age. So it's like yeah. kind of hard for us to say that." And so that's when my friend Sammy, uh, which fucking love Sammy, she's yeah, she's my. my my little sister. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah she's cool. Um, but she, she's like, you know what? She's like, she's like, as much as I love, love the rave, rave grandpa, I was like, but I was like, I needed Chris, Chris and you as uh, Zach the Don. Or the Don, Don bro. Da, uh, or Don, Don Zach. And yeah. I was like, and then so the rave Don or whatever. It was like, and it just Easy. kept going. Easy. Kept, all these things kept building. So that's. They were workshopping it throughout yeah, the weekend, I, was just I like, imagine. I was like, okay, cool. I was like Figure that. it out, guys. I was like, I, I'm good with all of those. That, that, those all sound dope. That's a nice name, dude, the that, Don. That, yeah. that all, those, those have a nice ring. So it's like, so you got the, the rave grandpa. Also that's an known, honor, bro. Also known as Zach and Don. Yeah, and So that's kind of where that, that, that blossomed into it at, the, at Wakan. And that's kind of where we're at. We're at now. Mm-hmm. So through the journey of self self discovery to uh, self pity to back to back to self love and yeah. re- reminding myself who I am, but also discovering who I've yet to discover, uh-huh. which is what Wakan was. Wakan, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like like I'm still struggling to put that 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 experience into words. Yeah, I do want to talk about that for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah and so we'll get into that, I guess, in a little bit. So. I'm just so excited, like. Just to know, I'm so excited to know you, by the way. I fucking love you, bro. <laughs> love like, you too. Man. Absolutely, dude. But, like, just knowing that you find, you found that peace, you know, and, like, you're just, you're one of the happiest people that I know, you yeah. know, and, like, I don't know. It's like, you feel like you have it, you've just found that peace, I guess. It's like yeah. you have it together because of the fact that, like, you've, I don't, I, I yeah, don't like, know I, how to put it into well, like I came to terms with with the idea that, like, in order for me to, and I think I said this, uh, oh, when you release that uh, the the excerpt from from your, from the chapter, oh right, yeah, 
I was worried about it because like that that exposed a lot of like my my drug use and yeah. a lot of the pain that I was in during that period. Mm-hmm. That was, was becoming the rave grandpa's right. that I dropped right. Yeah, now. and I was mo- most concerned with like it's like man, I was like I'm gonna plow this out there. It's like but I know my mom's gonna read it. And I was like mm-hmm. I want to see it. And her her reaction, she came to me and she's like, she's like I didn't know you were going through that that much pain. Yeah, and she was like, why didn't you come tell me? So like I didn't I didn't, I didn't need to. Like you are always there. Your your voice is always a guiding principle in my my mind. Yeah. So as much pain as I was going through, it's like I needed to go through that. Yeah. Because in order for me to be who I am now, I had to go through all of that. Yeah. I had to go through that journey, that mental journey. It's like I had to had to experience all that because if I didn't, then then I wouldn't be the person that I am now, and I wouldn't be able to take those things that I've learned and hopefully guide others mm-hmm. whether it be through a, a, a podcast or just just general conversation yeah just you being you is just fucking it's great man exactly yeah. and like and like literally like i was um after my uh uh car wreck mm-hmm. uh, was it four months ago yeah i do want to hear about this experience too we might just drop it back to there and kind yeah. of go you know, yeah if you want to we can yeah. take a break there and then we can jump into that or do you want to keep going uh, what time? I love how far. Yeah, that's actually perfect time. It's forty-five minutes on the dot, bro. Look at you go, my boy. Yeah, let's do it. Let's take a break. Uh, I do need water. So. Yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right, bye guys. We'll be back. All right, what's up, everybody? Austin here. So I'm not sure if you guys follow my social media, mainly my Instagram, but if you do, you might have seen some recent posts with me doing some climbing. Turns out there's an indoor rock climbing place near where I live, and me and the lady Kristen have started going every week, uh, mainly on Wednesdays. So we've just been doing it for fun, but it's also, it's pretty challenging, and you get like the aesthetics of exercising these muscle groups that you just don't usually hit in the gym. Plus, you meet some really cool people who climb in the process. So, through climbing, I came across this awesome company called Dino. Dude, they have this one product, Beta, and I love the idea. It contains a 2-in-1 thermogenic nootropic with a boost of clean energy using 10 simple all-natural ingredients. Now, if you're not familiar, nootropics are supplements that boost your creativity, promote mental clarity, and give you intense focus. So I'll tell you right now, it takes a lot of energy and creativity to reach the top of those climbs, man. So one thing I like about this concept is it's not just for climbers. I honestly can't see why Dino's Beta wouldn't be perfect for any activity or adventure. Another thing that's cool is they're going to ship straight from their door to yours, meaning no annoying retail shop markup. And if you use the code OSTEN, that's O-S-T-E-N, at checkout, you can take another 15% off. So go check these guys out. They're the Dino Climbing Company on Instagram or thedinocompany.com. Now back to the pod. And welcome back to the present moment. <laughs> the yep. time is now, as we just discussed. <laughs> yep. What time it is now? Yes. Now, now o'clock. It is now o'clock as far. I literally have a clock on my wall that my mom gave me. Another thing. Of course, right. Yeah, that literally is just like a meditation clock, and it just says, now, 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 now. Now, 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 now. I'm like, yes. Mom's cool, bro. That's so dope. She yeah. Is, she is. <laughs> All right, so before the break, we were uh, talking about, so we are coming up on, I wanted to hear about this accident that you were talking about, yeah, dude, so, I feel like this has kind of rocked you here lately. No, it did. It was like literally four months of me trying to determine if I was going completely insane, um, yeah. because I, like literally from the accident on, it was like I hit this period where I was just like, what? 
Yeah. The absolute fuck is going on with me. Yeah. Like, like I hit something. Like, it, I was at a point, I thought, like, am I... Am I actually going crazy? Am I hexed? Like, did someone put, like, the like, curse on... Like, like, I was, like, there was some shit. Like, all the, all, every thought that I could have possibly come across was just going through my head. Oh, shit. So once you hear all the, all the, like, like, you're like, Jesus Christ, man, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I got, four months ago, um, I was on my way, I was actually trying to kill time, waiting for a, for my friend Camille, uh, to come, come, come into town, uh, to stay with me for the weekend. Um, when, um, I was driving through downtown Dallas and, uh, uh, a, a giant Range or Range Rover ran a red light. Yeah, and T-boned me, uh, knocked me across about four lanes. Yeah, tipped my car onto its side, came to came to a stop after it hit uh, a Cartier jewelry uh, building. Yeah, <laughs> um, came to a rest, broken broke my ribs, broke four broken ribs, um, lacerated liver. Lacerated liver? Yeah, a small laceration. Ah. Yeah, this sounds a lot more dramatic than it. I know, right? Like, yeah. like a lacerated liver. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it was like laceration. That just sounds. It sounds aggressive. awful. Well, it's yeah. just like like when they, when I first found out I had thyroid, uh, thyroid uh, uh, hyperactive thyroid. Yeah. My doctor said, "All right, so the lab results came back, and you have Graves' disease." Graves' disease. And I was like, "What?" Like, am I, I going to die right yeah. now? They're like, no, it's a hyperactive thyroid, and you just got to take a pill every day. Like, okay. Okay, you might want to rename that. I swear that's aggressive. Jesus. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it's on the same levels as lacerated. Now, granted, lacerated liver could be really bad, but it was a very small amount. Right on. So okay, it, yeah, yeah. It adds from dramatic effect. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, dude. Yeah. I got to add that. He's a storyteller, guys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I, like stellar, I like telling stories. I'll yeah. always be that. Person, part of it. <laughs> anyways, did I just see Triple H? Oh no, that's not Triple. Oh, this can't. It looks like I Triple H. Dude, Santa I'm so Claus. over fucking uh, the ads on YouTube, bro. They drive me crazy. I know I should just get the YouTube Plus. That's a Christmas movie. I want to watch. That's I know. John Leguizamo and what's his name? Hopper from from Stranger, uh, Stranger Things. Things. Santa Claus. Yeah, looking like okay. a badass, bro. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Sorry. Yeah, okay, back to the (laughs) detours, guys. Sorry, yeah. Anyways, life of detours. Yeah, so you broke your ribs, but four ribs, you said? Yeah, four ribs, lacerated liver, um, put me down for about a month before I got back to to work. Yeah, because there's nothing you can do about ribs either, right? Yeah, no, and this was like literally like two days after uh, EDC. So like literally I was off for two two weeks for EDC, Mm -hmm. um, just got back, and this happened, and put me out of work for a month jesus um uh, like uh, literally for like two like two weeks like i stayed at my mom's house my parents and my sister mm-hmm. uh God bless them like they took they took care of me like, yeah like i couldn't even sit up jeez dude, like dude. i'm sorry for anybody who's ever gone through rib pain rib, rib broken ribs that is like you can't breathe you can't do shit. yeah like like, and they can't set it. They can't do anything for you. They used to wrap them, and I heard that wasn't good for yeah, them. Yeah, they didn't even yeah. do that. They're just like, here's a breathing thing. Yeah, Make sure you do the breathing treatment every hour so you don't get pneumonia, and we'll see you in a month. Every hour? Yeah. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Even uh, when you're sleeping? No, right. Yeah, I would assume not. But you really didn't sleep. So. Yeah, because you're in constant yeah, yeah, pain. You take enough, enough uh, uh, pain meds. To Did they give not- you anything good for that? Uh, they gave me some decent, decent ones, that, that, but you don't really get to enjoy them. 
We yeah, that that's what pain. I was talking to somebody about it, and they're like, whenever you actually have the pain, like it just brings it brings the pain all the way down, right. and you don't get into the high area. Oh yeah, like when I was in the when I was in the uh, emergency room, yeah, and they were like cutting off all, all all my shit, and they were trying to give me some of the pain. They're like, all right, we're gonna give you fentanyl. I'm like, nope, nope. Then then like I moved, and I was like, fuck it, give me whatever you got. Yeah, and they 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 hit me, and I was like, it barely did anything. Jeez, dude. So that that gives you an idea as to how how painful it was. Like fentanyl didn't even really do anything at the level of pain. Um, but one f- kind of funny just side story. Like I remember I'm, I'm on the emergency uh, table and they start cutting. You know they have to cut everything off of you. Yeah. And they like I see them like cutting my LS Dream, my favorite LS Dream shirt. Ah. Not, not my jersey, but my favorite shirt of his that he doesn't make anymore. It's like I was like. It's like it's a shirt, and a lot of people see me wear it. But it's a shirt that literally says, "If you can't make sense of outside, make sense of inside." Nice. And so they're cutting it, and then they start to tr- go to cut my uh, little my Buddhist my meditation uh, bracelet. And I was like, "What the fuck?" They're, I was like, "There's a loop. There's a loop. Just like, take just it ta- off. Bro. Dude, take a moment. You don't need to cut it." Uh-huh. Like this was given to me when I was learning how to meditate. Yeah. Uh, was like, and then they go. Th- then they went to try and cut this one. This little uh, necklace, necklace yeah. or this pendant that my buddy Garrett gave me on my birthday at, at Okeechobee yeah. uh, this past year. I was like, no, but it's a necklace. It goes over my head. Take it off, dude. You don't, gotta cut my sh- you don't gotta cut all my shit off. Like, I understand the shirt. Yeah. Probably bloody and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like just, just yeah. Did you have? Well, you were in the car, so I can't imagine you had like road rash or anything. But like, no, the, the only road rash I had was on on my arm where the where the went Honda, out the window. Probably. No, like literally got from the airbag going off, and it oh, stamped yeah. the Honda logo on my on my arm. Oh, I remember. I saw the picture yeah, of that dude. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was like it was a a, a full month. Well, literally, it was a. They told me it would take about two months. For me to be fully healed, but they said I think it was three months total. They yeah. like they're like no doing anything because like literally once you like around the two month mark where you think you're good doing good, that's move when you wrong. that's when you, you move wrong and you break it again. And you're right back to square one. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. So um, that's like, the thing about the ribs; like it hurts to breathe, it hurts to move. Like you yeah. can't. Eat, it's, it's involved in everything, dude. Right, and so like for that month at my my mom's house, like I like I thought I was doing well. Like I was like like the greatest thing is like i literally had a had a, 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 this time where i got to really un, uh, like anytime when you're an adult the only time you get to spend, spend with your family like that is like you're going out of your way to, to do it this is something where it's like it was almost like getting me placed there get me back to like when i was a kid yeah like being taken care yeah, of it was like i had my family there and it's like you know it was, there was nothing there was nothing else that i had to worry about except for getting better yeah like my job they're like it'll be here when you're when you're when you're back like everything was 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 like there yeah did you have like sick leave time or did the pay stop or anything no my pay didn't stop like i said they took care of me um i used up all my pto and everything but right but they 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 did like my job if it wasn't for this job i would i'd be i'd probably been home you're still a sprint oh they would have been yeah, they'd have just fired you probably. Yeah, they're like, get, get fucked. Yeah. yeah. No, no, Sprint was, or no, uh, Paycom is literally like, they have like mental health experts nice. on site. Um, they have um, amazing uh, uh, coverage for like, for therapy. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So have you of, taken any of that? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, anyway, so the, that whole month was, was, was great. 
Um, but then I didn't realize the mental trauma of it. Yeah. And I didn't realize it until I actually went um, uh, first day back to work and I got the first call. And it was like uh, the best way I could describe it was like a door that, that I didn't know it existed in my brain uh-huh. had gotten opened and all these emotions and thoughts that I didn't know existed in my head oh, uh, kind of just flooded. Mm. And freaked me the fuck out, and um, that was that was challenging. And so while that happened, that's when my apartment got uh, infested with mice. Oh right, dude. Yeah. Yep. And I was dealing with that. Wait, I do want to ask: Are you talking about like the emotional impact of the actual crash itself, or of the entire experience? No, the the I think the crash like i'm still kind of part of me still processing yeah i mean that's huge came out of nowhere yeah um it i don't know it's like like i had this anxiety of all this stuff like that just kind of hit me out of nowhere Mm -hmm. like just taking a phone call at work it just completely like paralyzed me and i was like like i can't do that i took i remember i took my headset i was like i can do emails i can respond to people but i'm not i'm not opening myself up to 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 taking calls calls interesting it was the, the weirdest shit and so I've since had to like ease myself back into the uh, mm-hmm. that workload, which I've gotten back to doing. I'm doing much better with. Yeah. But um, but yeah, then I was dealing with all the the, the mice situation, where it's like literally a month long of uh, mouse mice infestation in my apartment and all this bullshit with the apartment complex refusing to actually take any kind of accountability. Uh, like it took them th- three weeks to actually get a, a pest control person out to my apartment. Really? Yeah. yeah. Even after, but I caught him in a lie, like mm-hmm. telling telling me that they're there. I was like, okay, well, they said that there was no mi- no mice, no evidence of mice. I was like, I got. Do you want video, photo, or or audio proof? Do you want me to bring you turds and shit? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, so I was like, okay, well, look, give me the um, what is it, the invoice, or the or the report? Yeah, if they did an inspection, there's going to be a report. Yeah, any any person who does any kind of uh, trade. Yeah, there there's will gonna, be a written record. There's going to be a written something. record, there's going to be an invoice, and there's going to be recommended services. Mm-hmm. At the very least, a monthly re, uh, re thing. They're like, no, we don't. Okay, then what's the, what's the name of the company so I can get in touch with them so I can get their record? Yeah. Uh, they never gave me that. So I was like, so you didn't have anyone out there. You didn't do anything. You didn't have anything. So get someone out there now. Yeah. And so when they came out, like, yeah, it was like, they, they, it's like, yeah, it's clear. This, so they walked in. Yeah, you can see. all. Yeah, there's fucking mice in here. Yeah. I was like, and then he's like, Who, whose idea was it to put the glue traps down? I was like, oh, it was theirs. Yeah. Like the first day I told them, I was like, they were like, they went and put four glue traps. I was like, I told them there's numerous mice. Yeah. And it was all because of a flood that happened in another apartment. That oh, drove, right. Drove, drove them out. Drove, yeah. drove them to my, toward, towards my apartment. Mm-hmm. What was wrong with the glue traps? Uh, well, so one, uh, I told them there's numerous numerous mice. Yeah. Uh, second thing, uh, glue tra- problem with glue trap is if the mice gets on, mice is still alive. Mice is going to try and get them off, get themselves off. Chew so their fucking legs off. They rip themselves apart, uh. and so like literally left a blood trail uh, on my carpet. Oh come on! Yeah. And so so there's that, and then once I got that kind of resolved, like I got, finally got the mice gone, they wouldn't even come out and do a, like a professional cleaning. Yeah, they wouldn't replace my furniture that got destroyed. Yeah, so like, like my couch gone. 
What? Yeah. Like, like for for a period, I was like literally living in a hammock or sleeping in a hammock stand in my living room because that was the only way that felt felt comfortable. You could sleeping. get away from the fucking mice. Yeah. Dude. So like, and I was literally living. In, I ended up just staying at my friend's house for the longest period for that most of that period. Well, they finally got out. We finally got it all cleared out. Got the mice done, and house is livable again. But it's certainly not the same house that you know. Yeah. That everyone that who's ever been to my place is. Like, yeah, my house is always this been crazy, cool, well, inviting, fucking right. trippy place, bro. Yeah, and yeah. it's not that. Like ever since that, I haven't want to have anyone over there. Are but, you thinking about moving? Or? Oh, one hundred percent moving. So yeah. as, my, as soon as my lease is up, I'm gone. How much longer you got? Four, four months. Ah, fuck. So, of course, yeah. So, but anyways, and then I started dealing with uh, the lasers. Yes, this dude. Is this started, is the weirdest story, bro. This is where I started thinking I was completely losing my shit. Yeah, and so. Um, basically one night I'm sitting there watching TV and like, there was like a glint in my eye. Like I was getting like a, a little, like, like my, like I was having a hard time seeing it. Yeah. So I was thinking of something in my contacts. So I get up, clear my contact, come back and it's happening again. But now as you can see like this kind of, uh, like a red glare. Mm-hmm. So I get up to my window and I go look outside and I see someone behind there with like a laser pointer. So I'm thinking, all right, it's a teenager just fucking with me. Yeah. But then that's when the, the it goes a little bit further than that, and that's when like I'm like sleeping, and this is where it always where it, as soon as I tell this part of it, that's when everyone's like, okay, you've completely lost your goddamn mind. Yeah, it's like hey, how many drugs you've been doing this? Huh? Yeah, and so I don't want to talk about it. Right? <laughs> but like I'm literally like sleeping or I'm trying to sleep, and like there's like a pulsing blue pulsating blue light. Uh, that's, uh, and my, 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 in my bedroom, it's like completely blacked out. Yeah. So it's, it's just, there's no way to directly get to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I notice on my ceiling, these three little dots kind of moving around on my ceiling. And then it would like stop right above my head. And then the glare would come down on top of me. And it was just bright enough to where I couldn't sleep because like it was a lot, it was almost like a soft blue light just on top of you. Yeah. Like a light, like a light shade. Hmm. And that alone just sounds completely insane until I took pictures of, of the actual, you can see the little three dots. I'm thinking of like a predator fucking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And when you look at it, I'll find the picture and show it to you. When you look at it, you're like, okay, yeah, that's not. The, you're being like, hunted. What, by you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, and then you see the, the, the eight dots on the wall that are almost like, like measurement, measuring the, the room is what they, they, they kind of look like. What? Yeah. Dude. Because, like, why, why would there be eight, eight perfectly These are, like, straight? laser dots, right? Yeah. Think, right? Like, yeah, it looked like they were, like, uh, what do you call them? Like, those, um, land, not the landscapers, but uh, the surveyors. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. the surveyor, layer, those type of things. Yeah. And so I thought I was losing my shit. Like, yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, so at first I was like, okay, well, someone's fucking with me. And, but it went on for, like, a, a month. Yeah. And like uh, I eventually, uh, I put cameras. Like so as, as I told more people and showed them things, that I get different suggestions. Like we put cameras outside my apartment. We put like the little film up on the windows, mm-hmm. and so no one can come in. And then on a Saturday during the day, that's when they try to find a fuck with me. Fuck with me. We caught them on camera. Yeah. And so we turn to find out it's my upstairs neighbors who's been going around doing this to other apartments. And the, the, it's a scam where they're trying to get you to get, uh, like, get afraid and like leave your apartment. And when you leave, they break in. Did it ever cross your mind to leave your apartment? Absolutely not. Yeah, like how did that work? 
Like, no, I was like, I'm not leaving my fucking apartment in the middle of the night. Yeah, dude, and there's fucking people shining lasers. Exactly. Like, going outside? Like, I only have one place to go. Like, I was like, no, absolutely not. You think there's a sniper trained on you? I gotta get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm not running. I'm going into the place where there are no windows, which is my bathroom. Mm -hmm. With a baseball bat. Yeah, with a a baseball bat. It's like, if I I had a gun, like, it literally would have been cocked and just like, someone comes to that door. Yeah. (laughs) Pepper that whole door up. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I would be totally justified. Yeah. Like, I, and I literally, like, I called the cops twice. Yeah. And they thought I was completely fucking insane. Like, to the point to where they gave me, like, like here's our... Uh, here's Our the, mental health line yeah, or whatever. No, literally, yeah. here's, like, we can have someone come out and uh, talk to you. Like, these are our resources. And I was like, granted, I was like, I have been You're struggling with... Schizophrenic or something? Well, like, I have been struggling with sleep because like, of the mice and also the, the, the accident and everything. Thing. So it's like there were, right. there were a lot of things. So that, you had a couple, yeah, and the fucking just got out of this accident and all this stuff. Yeah, there were plenty, of, plenty of reasons why why I would be it's such so, weird timing that they would do that to you like that. Dude. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I remember one time I was like literally standing outside my place. I was like, bro, stop fucking with me. Like, I'm going through some shit. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, it's, it's making <laughs> shit worse. And Could I'm, you see them? Like, you saw the per- you said you saw the person with the laser the one time. Yeah, it's like if, if I stood there and the like if I opened the window and looked long enough, I could actually see where the lasers were coming. from. Yeah, uh, but they're very good about staying behind something. Mm-hmm. And the benefit about being lasers, you can be far away. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, um, so yeah, but they eventually caught him. And the upstairs so, neighbor. Yep, and so he's looking at felon, felony charges because because misuse of a laser is a felony charge. Yeah, so. you can do a lot of damage with those things, dude. Like we were saying earlier, dude, that shit. Yeah, yeah, you can put people's eye out with it. Sure. Yeah, so that brought us to Wakan, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was, this was going to be my, like, uh, like I'd been to one other festival since my accident, or not festival, one other show, which was Sullivan King, mm-hmm. which was like, okay, that was great, had a blast, and then Wakan was going to be my first festival back. Yeah, and I can't believe we didn't get a fucking Sully with you, bro. Yeah, you it's so have. bad, dude. dude, dude and Kristen was. just talked about that the other day. Yep. Yeah, so dude. dumb. Yep, so dumb. Absolutely, absolutely dumb. Idiots, bro. Sully, if you're listening to this, bro, I love you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He get he bailed on you. He doesn't love you. What? No, he texts me all the time, dude. I love him. (laughs) And to think that I actually got Kristen to be able to be able to meet him. I know. Yeah. I've I've still never met him. Yeah. But yeah. Not, not, not but it's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> anyway, so then the brothers to Wakan, and so Wakan, I was like, okay, great, this is an opportunity for me to, like, I didn't know what Let loose and fucking, you know, yeah, it's like get, get back get, on your get, stride, get back to like maybe not necessarily who I who I was, but definitely more, more, I guess, yeah, like you said, back on my back on my stride. It's like yeah. I didn't want to go back to who I was prior prior to the the accident. Uh-huh. But there are aspects of me that I, that I, that I definitely want to be and get those pieces back, be, be in touch, touch with. Like, because yeah. I look at those. Uh, uh, Sammy, she told me she was like, she's like, there's a reason why you walked away from that that accident. Mm-hmm. Like that accident. If anyone, if you haven't to you for a reason, there's no reason I should have lived lived that accident. Yeah, like with how bad bad it was, I like to walk away with broken just broken ribs. Yeah, well, lacerated like, liver too. She's like, yeah. She's like, there's a reason why you you need to figure out the reason why 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 you survived that. Yeah. And so first, I had to go through the the, the healing process, which Wakan I think was kind of the the next step of that. Yeah. And when I came off of that that mountain, it's like I like. 
the best way I could describe it is like there was uh, it was the spark. It was, uh, the way I said it was it as it was the spark that reignited a flame that I had forgot forgot that was within me. Yeah. That was nice. And yeah, like, and I had like this, like, like my, 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 my creativity was at a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just having a blast, just making, doing my edits and, yeah. and, and doing, doing, taking, uh, using all the photos. But you're starting to do professionally now, aren't you? Well, I wouldn't say professionally, but it's like I'm definitely getting opportunities. And yeah. so, like, the, the, the photos and stuff I'm supposed to get, I'm going to get paid, paid for. And so mm-hmm. it's like, so we'll see how, where that all take, takes so you me. You just love doing, you yeah. can do it. Yeah, like it, fuck, so. yeah, it was brought to my attention. It was like, you can get paid for this. So I was like, I'm already doing it. Yeah, but if I could, yeah, let's try fuck it. You pay me. Yeah, yeah. and then it's like, it was, I just find it funny. The guys, the guy was like, you're doing. It. I told him that that I was doing it on an iPhone 11 and free apps, and he's like, all right, let's get you some real equipment. Yeah. Me all the, well, then he said it didn't even show. Didn't up even show. Up, for didn't this. show up for <laughs> fucking Wakan. So I was like, all right, so next. Uh, but, yeah. Um, but yeah. So. So what's next? What's the next? Uh, uh, the next festival will be Lights All Night. Yes, right, yeah. So Which Lights is All Night. Descent, that's uh, New Year's, right? Yeah. And this one's going to be a good one because you got Excision, Ganja White, and Grizz. What, dude? Yeah. How much are these tickets right now? Um, I don't know. We'll find you. Um, yeah. yeah you okay, dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very least, Ganja White and Grizz. Yes. As much as I love Excision, and I know you've never seen Excision live, and yeah. you're more of a basic... Like I've 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 leaned much harder on the Ganja White and Fuck Grizz. with Ganja and Grizz, bro. God, so heavy. Like that that, and they're they're on the same night. Ganja and Grizz are on the same night. So it's oh, like, nice. Yeah, like, so yeah. just that night, I definitely need. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and so there's that one and bring OC. Get a little fucking headphones. Yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah, we have we have baby Tito. So there's my uh, my friends. Uh, but another part of my rave, rave group that I didn't even really talk about, but mm-hmm. uh, 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 Chez, uh, Steven, and uh, Dean, and sorry if I'm missing anyone's name, but it's like there's a whole other, there's yeah. a lot of y'all. <laughs> a lot of y'all. There's like Arkansas fans, the Dallas fans, like everybody. But, yeah, everywhere. But they they have uh, this uh, baby Tito, which has his own uh, Instagram page. Uh-huh. And it's like this little baby that actually is like a flask, so they put alcohol in it, but... Like whole deck. They put out. it in the thing. Yeah, in the fucking the little chest oh, mount and everything. Oh yeah, and it, like the, it's got its own its own drip and everything. Like the little baby is, and so like I remember like they carried it around to all the f- different festivals. That's dope, dude. Yeah, I'll show you this around. It's oh, that's baby so Tito. funny. Is it yeah. at Baby Tito? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. yeah! Everybody go follow Baby Tito, yeah, bro. Baby that Tito. is amazing. That makes me so happy. Yeah. See, so there's Baby Tito, and there's also a uh, 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 Squirtle. Squirtle. There's no squirtle. You remember my little stuffed squirtle that I had? Yes, dude. That Melly, she she has that and like and she takes it to all the all different things. Yes, the squirtle yes, has his own page. Dude. He's living his best life. Ah, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, we have this little like to- this little plush puppy that we used to take on all our little adventures and which, take pictures. Which reminds of. me, I should have brought I should have brought Womps to be a part of this because so Womps is another one. Yes, dude. Womps was my chicken that I was carrying around at Wakan mm-hmm. that uh, our friend. Uh, Sammy's friend Alexis, also my friend Alexis, uh, uh, nicknamed Womps, mm-hmm. um, which was it was say Womps because when you squeeze it, it's screaming chicken. So, it, and so that Womps. was the that was the important. And then uh, naturally, girls with their dirty minds. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at, look, looking, looking at a guy, and it's like I just want to be like I'm not a piece of meat, but they. <laughs> yes, yeah. But no, like literally, a girl walks up. It's like, can I squeeze your cock? 
like as I'm carrying around this little, this chicken, I was like, only if you want to know its name. Yeah. She's like, what's his name? Womps. And she's like, I bet it does. I was like, okay. Yes. Dirty. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, but. Was Dirty like, girl. All yeah, right. that, that's what calling for you. Yay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should have had Womps here, bro. He would have yeah. had a lot to say. Yeah, he would have been screaming out yeah. of it. Yeah. I, I, I literally like looked at him like I was going to bring him. Like, and I just walked out the door. I was like. <sighs> He's probably sitting at the house right now just like, fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. I thought we had something. Oh, right. yeah. I thought you loved me. Yes. I was, part of, <laughs> I was part of your entire look. Part of the whole group, bro. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, so condo step. What was your favorite? Um, what oh, was your favorite set there. Jesus. Um, I don't have one. Oh really? Yeah. Like, and I'm granted, there's ones that stand out. Each one st- stands out individually. So, um, Zingara is probably uh, if I had to put one, Zingara is the one that was my favorite. Right on. Uh, granted, Ellis Dream, Closey were the ones that I knew were going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Closey. Liquid has the whole production. You know? Yeah, Closey does something with production that no one else can do. Like, she took everything that Liquid Stranger gave to her and just just, just was unreal with yeah. her creativity. Ellis Dream was Ellis Dream. Like, I just can't. Of like, course, like, just dope. Like, yeah. literally just just ripped her. Like, Closey, like, was my soul. Ellis Dream was my heart, and then Zingara just took my spirit and just just threw threw it all over. Nice. I've never heard Zingara. Zingara. Oh my god! Like like that was my first you time. Said that's who you played in the car, right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. My first time ever seeing her live was at Wakan. I was so excited. Like I ended up, I had to watch the whole set by myself. Mm-hmm. Literally found a chair, sat down, and just 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 went Lost on that it. went on that journey and just yeah. sat there. Like I didn't didn't even dance. Like I was just in my head, just enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And her set was. That's dope, dude. Easily the most spiritual experience that I've ever had on a musical musical level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like every single set was was amazing. Everything was different, different at the right time. Mm-hmm. Not nothing was nothing was the same. No nothing repeat. was out of place. Yeah, everything was accounted unique. for. Yeah, it was just it was a part about as perfect a festival as I could I could ever experience. That's dope, dude. Yeah. And so from the music to the people to the, the conversations to the Inter- the internal conversations I had with myself yeah. to the healing. Um, oh, you always go on these just amazing internal journeys, dude. I remember even whenever we went to, ah, uh, oh, fuck, what am I trying to think? Electric Shady, dude. I remember when we wa- went walking out in the woods and we were just talking and like, yeah, just talking. Dude, me, me and you had that experience at Shady. So did me and uh, Logan when we walked up and down the, the water a little bit. Yeah, uh, same same thing with Dexter. I had it. Um, which I can't believe I didn't bring, bring up Dexter. Sorry. Love you, Dexter. <laughs> house Kitty. Yeah, House yeah. Kitty. I had to bring him out. Yeah, he's got a lot going on around. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's like, uh, well, at the one thing at, at um, Wakan that was definitely very healing. Mm-hmm. And, and Garrett will say I was asleep. I was not. I was just very deep contemplating. Even right. snoring. <laughs> <laughs> um, was... Ellis Stream's light code set, which is during the day. It was his guided meditation or his oh, sound bath. Nice. Which is very different than mm-hmm. it was. It's not. It, it was just this. The best. He described it perfectly. He goes. He said it was a massage. It was like a massage for your soul. And it was. Um, and he talked about um, our emotion, our emotions, and how our emotions. Um, they're not good or bad. 
Mm-hmm. And the way he put it was like a jar. So you have a jar and it has both 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 your emotions, and you there's a top part and a bottom. So if you release the top, top is where all your positive emotions escape from the jar. Mm-hmm. But if you leave that bot, and if you unscrew the bottom, then the the, the negative it just kind of pours out, pour through, and this allows it to flow constantly. But if you bottle up. If you one close, close close one one in, then all you're left with all, is all the, all the negative. And it's like so by having both ends open allows you to f- feel and, and and experience all of those emotions everything equal, fully equal, yeah. fully um, the way they're they're intended. And it's like those you come to realize that there is no such thing as good emotions or bad emotions. It's just all of its emotions yeah. that you're intended to feel. Because in order to feel good, you also have to feel bad. Yeah, to know what good feels like, you have to know what bad feels exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you can't know darkness without without, without seeing the light. Yeah. Exactly. And you can't have and you can't have light without having darkness. You can't have evil without, or you can't have good without evil. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, and so that was something that really kind of that was a moment that I needed. Like, and I remember just laying there and it's like and like I, I, I woke I woke up and it's like um I, I felt like something part of me was just was back to being in the right position mentally. Nice dude. And that just continued to build throughout the entire weekend and then when I came, came when I came off that mountain like it's like I just felt more like myself. Yeah. I felt like whole again. Like all the connections that I needed to mentally that were severed because of that accident because of all the other bullshit that I was going through. Yeah. It might not have been con- re- repaired, but new connections were were made. And you're looking at it in a totally different light now, I don't Exactly. Imagine. But yeah. a, a different perspective. Yeah. Which is what something that I perspective keep shifts we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's something that's like I've been very very focused on. So That's fucking awesome, dude. I'm so glad. I need to go back at I just need to go, you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so what what does the future hold for you, Mr. Zach? That's what I want to know. Where what's your plan? So, um, there's two sides to it. So we have a, a, a quite a few things. So one, obviously me and my son, we have some, some really cool plans coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, next year I'm try- we're planning on going up to do explore Seattle. Hopefully yeah. with my dad included. So nice. hopefully we can make it a, a yearly thing mm-hmm. or at least a bi bi yearly thing. Um, but we want to go up to Seattle and go check out Olympic uh, Olympic National Park. Oh, which nice! If you haven't had a chance to see pictures of that, it literally looks like it's stole right. Like, it looks like that's where they filmed Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, and then we also want to go up to British Columbia to do the uh, Capuano Suspension Bridge Park. Ooh, nice! Like over thirty miles of suspension bridge throughout the throughout the mountains. Is that where they do the bungee jumping? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we want to do that. Um, Thirty what? miles of suspension bridge. That's yeah, insane. it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna uh, and uh, but next year is kind of where I'm focused on a I guess a spiritual journey. That's so, what's up. So like uh, I'm kind of starting it off in on my birthday uh-huh. with Okeechobee, which is. Is Wakan's amazing, but Okeechobee was like just was. And where is Okeechobee? In Florida. Oh right. Yeah, okay. I experienced it last year on my birthday. Yeah. It was just nothing like it. Oh, it was amazing. Like, like think of it like like Okeechobee for me was like what I what I want to experience from a big festival. Wakan yeah. is what I want to experience from an intimate festival. 
Dope, right? So that's that, that's the best it's way. As intimate with a full production as you're gonna get yes, there, dude. It, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. there's not a lot. There's not enough. There's not. You, you can't have a big festival. It can't there. get bigger. I don't think. No. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no it's probably. But it's like already. Perfect, it's like big. a perfect balance. So it's like I want, I want Okeechobee. Um, festival wise, I got Okeechobee, Forbidden Kingdom, Wakan. Yeah, for sure. Um, Backwoods. Probably not. Yeah. No, I probably won't have time because, like, I, I'm somehow I was like I'm working in uh, my my trip to Rhythmia, and that's the one I'm really excited for. What's Rhythmia? Rhythmia is uh, the co- the retreat in Costa Rica. Uh, ayahuasca. Yes, dude. I knew you were gonna say it. I'm so down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my ayahuasca seven day retreat. Where it's four. Have you have you done ayahuasca yet? No. And I won't. I will not do it until I get there. So I can't imagine why the fuck you would. <laughs> yeah, like because I want to. I want to go through that full experience, first time experience. Yeah, like, it's like I'm going into that, uh, and the I'm going to make sure I'm in the right mental state. So it's like I start with the journey. Yeah, and that's where it's going. It's kind of almost like a re- rebirth spiritual journey, and so like I have different things planned as different points. So Okeechobee being the kickoff, um, that's when, and then uh, I'm getting my half sleeve. Yay! Um, reached I, uh, buddy Garrett got me in touch with a guy named Corey Devine. Do you have where? On my back. I was about to say, yeah, you have other have tattoos, time, right? Yeah. yeah. But Corey Devine, uh, who does Ellis Dreams Tattoos, uh, who's done a piece of Garrett's, which is just absolutely gorgeous. I'll yeah. show you some of his stuff. Uh, reached out to him, kind of told him my idea behind it, what I wanted. And I was just like, your artistic style, I think you could come up with something that, that would be very representative for uh, my what the journey that I'm about to go on. Wow. Oh, mentally, and, and who knows? It's like it's, it's like it's kind of more like like a jumping off point, probably from this book on to now. So I don't want to even say that this year is starting. It's like it's already started. I would say more of like it's like that would be like the climax. Yeah, it's and like, then the rest is like the story. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. like the like the 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 tattoo is going to be kind of more the the symbol 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 symbolic. Yeah, the symbol symbolism symbolic. Yeah. Uh, interpretation of the journey but and then the real big like crescendo oh. will be the will be rhythmia yeah dude do not show me that tattoo until you get it right yeah. i want to see it i want to see it on you bro yeah 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 that's it yeah no, he's gonna cory is supposed yeah i've told him the idea he has i have some ideas for it like on it he's gonna, he's gonna draw it up come up it's gonna be a one-of-a-kind design and go to, i have to fly to la for two days and mm-hmm. for him to so after Rhythmia, we'll have you back on the pod. Yeah. So I can see where you're, where you're at yeah. again, bro. Yes, yeah. dude. So, Show off that new ink. Yeah. Well, the ink will probably be, be on before I go to Rhythmia. Right, yeah. Uh, well, that's whenever we'll showcase it for yeah. these people that yeah. have come to love you throughout this entire podcast today. Yeah, so we'll see that. And then once I go through that journey, uh, that will probably... I'm not going to say that's going to be the end end of the the Ray Ray Grandpa or the Don. It's like that'll be where I start kind of shifting more towards travel. 
Yeah. Well, that's but, where, you know, you'll figure out the rest of your life at that point. Right. Like, I want to do different, I want to do other festivals and other music journeys. Like, I've, I've gotten really into reggae lately. So oh, I'd nice. love to do yeah. a reggae festival. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. I definitely want to do a, a, a metal or a rock festival. Yeah. Rock get home back, is a get, good one. Get back, to my, get back to my roots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, then the real big uh, uh, journey it will be when my son graduates. We're planning on moving to Denmark for a year. Oh shit, dude! Yeah, nice. Yeah, so he can do his first first year of college in, in overseas. Yeah, um, my job seems to be on board with me working remote for that year. What? Yeah, so, so you're already laying the groundwork of this plan, huh? Yep. Yep. I we already like started it. doing Duolingo to try and learn Danish. Yeah. Which is and, a, like, very interesting. It's yeah. kind of a goofy language, from yeah, what, if very, I'm thinking of the right one. Yeah, very odd. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't even spout a, a single word just yet, but um, uh, we already looked at uh, uh, apartments, like a three-bedroom furnished apartment. Cheaper here? Or cheaper there? Or? Cheaper. Like, yeah. literally, a three-bedroom furnished apartment is about $1,300. There, nice. The U.S. dollar, yeah. But the U.S. dollar has about has about seven. Sorry, there was like a little thing. <laughs> Thanks, tripping over. <laughs> but there's, um, I think it's seven times the value. So like a dollar, a U.S. dollar here is worth seven dollars. Oh, so you'll be good over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be yeah, in good shape. Here, okay. yeah. And then everything's with it. Like I've always wanted to go to Europe. Like I love Europe. I've been there. For yeah, Italy. you can do so much at that point. Dude. Right. It's yeah. like, and I don't even need a car. Like, mm-hmm. I can travel through the trains, trains, and, and all the public transportation. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, it's going to be. Uh, uh, and then once we come back, uh, if we come back, uh, would be um, either uh, we're looking at either like Colorado or. Colorado, I think, is probably where we're like. Yeah, that's, that's something I'm kind of leaning towards too. Yeah. yeah, I think that's where a lot of lot of lot of our close knit were like. Mm-hmm. There's a town. Oh my god! Like when we did our road trip, there's a town called Crestone, Colorado. Is it Crestone or Crestone? Crestone. Okay. It's like you can rent a Airbnb there. Um, if anyone wants to know the Airbnb contact info, I'll gladly share it with you. Yep. Um, this Crestone is like it's literally like a little hippie commune. The population is like forty nine. Mm-hmm. All the all the town all this all the houses there are really cool little little like two story houses. There's uh, there's a local artist who painted murals on all 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 the all the, all the uh, town all the buildings. Uh-huh. Um, then the uh, like they all grow their own produce. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they uh, so each house grows its own produce and then they. Uh, Take it to the local farmers market kind of deal. Not even farmers market. It's just a local grocery store that's in the center of the town. Oh, dope! Little tiny thing, mm-hmm. uh, and they they so each resident grows a different crop, mm-hmm. and so they harvest it, take it to the grocery store, and then it's community property. So whatever you need, you go get. It. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's like and so it's like all organic. Then they got homeopathic method medicine, and then they got the dispensary there, which is one of the nicest dispensary I've ever seen in my life. Fuck yeah! Um, they had when we got there, there was like a little festival already going a little music festival which i thought was hilarious that yeah that you would be scrolling through at this point yeah it's like i was like i just checked out this this airbnb and then also when we went to denver that was when meow wolf was having their first ever music festival yeah so it's crazy um follows you bro 
Yeah. Maybe you inadvertently follow it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Crest, uh, Crestone, it's really cool. And it's like right outside the Great National Sand Dunes Park. Nice. So, okay. it's within the zero light pollution zone, so it's yes. like, so at night. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I miss it. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, that, that was an amazing Spanish, but yeah. That's dope, dude. Okay, so you have a lot of really cool plans, man. So I'm excited for you. Yeah, more stories to come. That's for damn sure. Oh, absolutely. We're definitely going to have to do this again, yeah, bro. Which is, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, see, I made the right, when I was telling you the story about the port stars, like if I didn't, if I followed that path, the, the, all these other. This, uh, yeah, all these detours that you've gone down and all this stuff, it exactly. never happened, dude. All these little life events that you've gone through led you to right here where you needed to be, bro. You like how I dropped that little tease and I'm not going to even tell that story. That's there. a fucking, that's a cool story, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time I'll, I'll tell that story. That was a funny story. But. So, if you want to fucking find any of this, like, cool shit that you're doing, go to uh, Zach.Sandoval5, is it? Or? Yeah, dot, dot, yeah, Zach.Sandoval.5, I think, on Instagram. Yeah, and then Zach Sandoval on Facebook and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm easy to find. I'm He's not, the boy, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, a, I don't, nothing's private, so just search, search me. Yeah. Usually. He hates private accounts, by the way. Yeah. He fucking hates them. Yeah, it's like literally, and you just look, you, you can tell it's me. Like, it's usually some sort of sacred geometry type shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah so, so, yeah. So, yeah, go find him, and he'll definitely be back on, but we're going to let you guys go. We're going to do a little, yeah. another sober October clinky here with Before this go nice bed. water we got. <laughs> yep. Good night, guys. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Love you too, man.